Hey, fucker, this is Snake, and you're listening to Yabspod. To another episode of Yet Another Bullshit Podcast. My name is Dalton, and joining me, as always, is my good buddy, Jeremy. How are you doing this week, my friend? Uh, been a weird week, but uh, not not terrible, I guess. How about you? My week wasn't bad. So, like, there's been some interesting things that have happened that we'll talk about in the topics later. Um, and then. Yesterday, we took my grandfather out for his 87th birthday, uh, which is Monday. So, if anybody's listening to this on Monday, mentally give my grandfather a happy birthday. Um, Except this episode won't release until Wednesday, so. Oh, oh, you. <laughs> you're absolutely right, sir. So, if you're hearing this, just go ahead and belated birthday. With, yeah, whatever the fuck. You know what I'm saying. Yeah, anyway. Give Dalton's grandpa a belated birthday. Balta. Thank you. My mind is scattered, and you'll understand why here in a second. Uh but so that was a good time and we went to this pizza place in stark that uh i had never been to but my parents had told me about and dude so we got some you know like a, a half cheese and a half pepperoni and mushroom because me and my dad are always like cheese pizza is awesome even though i love oh, pepperoni yeah. pizza and i love pepperoni and mushroom pizza wasn't really in the mood for that my mom i will i will say to me the judgment of a good pizza you have to eat a cheese pizza from that place Absolutely. because toppings can hide a lot of shit. But if you go in and you get just a plain cheese pizza or just a slice, then you can know if that place is actually makes good pizza or not. 100%. And I am the same way with places that have specialty cheeseburgers. I want your regular cheeseburger first. Let me see how you do that before you start adding yeah. all the fancy shit to it. You know, uh, I agree. Um, but they had this pizza bro um, that's called a grandma's pie right and it's a square uh, i've eaten grandma's pie before <laughs> me too um <laughs> so it's like this squarish rectangleish pizza and it's kind of just like a rustic not uh not pureed sauce you know what i mean it's kind of a chunkier oh, sauce yeah. it's just sauce mozzarella cheese uh parmesan basil and some olive oil on this just dude it's so fucking good oh my god uh, it's not quite as thick. I think in some places when you get a grandma's pie, it's like personal pan thick. You know what I'm saying? Oh, this yeah. one was more thin, but still absolutely delicious. I would 100% order it again. Dude, could you um, imagine how great it would be to be married to like oh. like 57-year-old Italian grandmother? Like, dude, you'd have a fucking stroke, but I mean, like you fucking oh, you'd die be happy. full and content. <laughs> dude, she, oh, man. What? You're, You're having hungry? a fucking stroke, and she's like, "Yeah, eat, eat, eat the cannoli, eat the cannoli." <laughs> your skin and bone. Yeah, have some more. You got a bone? Come here, I'll suck on your dick for you. Come here, I'll take care of you. It's like, baby, baby, I can't fit through the bedroom door anymore. She's like, "Oh, you just need a little spaghetti." <laughs> <laughs> I'll grease you up and roll you down the stairs. <laughs> uh, um. Yeah, that was that was a really good restaurant, man. I, I enjoyed it. It's worth the drive over to Stark, which I mean, Stark's like fifteen minutes away. It's really not oh, that yeah. far, but uh, 
So I got a, I got a weird phone call today, um, and if I'm a little scatterbrained in this episode, this is why. Um, so I have a friend named Sierra, and well, it was my friend Kelsey who called me, and she said uh, that she asked me if I had heard from Sierra recently, and I said no, I hadn't talked to Sierra in a couple like you know about a month, maybe a little more. Um, last time I heard from her, she was like her son had taken her phone to play games and downloaded a bunch of stuff and put a bunch of viruses on her phone. And she didn't have the money to get it fixed, but she said that like she had just gotten like she was working at this job and she was saving up some money to come visit me, right? Um, so so me and Sierra like just to put uh, the relationship into perspective really quick. Uh, we had had relations before, but these days we were more like she was just one of my close friends. You know what I mean? Yeah. Or it kind of had evolved into just like that. So Kelsey tells me that. Uh, apparently her and her ex um who i won't name because he's a stupid piece of shit um got into this big fight i guess and the cops ended up being called and he uh i guess tried to attack the cops and got his fucking ass beat so he's in icu right now and uh yeah, uh, the cops around here don't fucking play around if you try to attack them. Let me just go ahead and tell anyone, oh, yeah. if you're visiting my neck of the woods in Florida, uh, just be nice to the cops and they'll be nice to you generally. Uh, yeah, you don't fuck with them. <laughs> yeah. They deal with a lot of meth heads around here, dude. You just, they're, they're prepared. Uh, <laughs> um, so uh, so he's, he's in ICU uh, and Sierra's nowhere to be found. Uh, they can't find her anywhere. Um, but the kid, and I won't name the kid, you know, for obvious reasons, uh, the kid was there that they had and, uh, he's old enough to be able to talk and tell them things. And he said that, uh, from what he saw that mommy and daddy had gotten into a big fight, uh, and they were yelling and screaming at each other and daddy hit mommy and then she fell asleep and daddy put her in a car and they left. So, it's pretty much being assumed that uh, he murdered her and dumped her body somewhere. Uh, I hope that's uh, not true, but yeah. Hopefully, um, he like knocked her out and just took her to an emergency room and dropped her off or something. But yeah, uh, her sister has been calling like all the hospitals in the area and stuff, and uh, no one. Like none of them have any records of her being there and stuff. It's just it's it's fucking rough. Um, oh yeah. And I just don't really know how how to process the information. I guess because it's so uh, not definite yet. You know what I mean? Like I still have some oh, yeah. hope that they'll find her, even if she's beat up. Because dude, like she was a good chick. Like she was very like into God and stuff like that. But oh, yeah. she was just a very very sweet person. And like, I don't know. She doesn't deserve that. And if that happened, then that fucking sucks. Oh, yeah. You know what I'm saying? And I swear I'm going to have to, I'm going to have to put down, if, if it comes out that things have happened that way, I'm going to have to put down Facebook for a bit because I know there are going to be people that are going to be on there being like, well, God wanted her to come home and things uh, like that. And it's like, dude, that. oh, if if that was God's plan, God's an asshole. You know yeah. what I'm saying? <laughs> yep. Um, and 
I, I promise listeners that we'll, we'll bring the mood up here in a little bit, but we have two other things that we might as well touch on now while the mood is... Speaking of God being an asshole, I'm sure at least all our American listeners have heard about the shit show that's gone on in Texas recently, where a 18-year-old transgender, mentally unstable kid walked into an elementary school and killed, I think, 19... Like, first graders, I think. Second grade or something like that. Yeah. If that's God's plan, God's a piece of shit. Um, dude. dude the, so close to the end of the year. Yeah. Like, I think my kid has 10 days of school left, maybe. Like, they can't be far behind that. That's like, so fucked up, dude. I can't imagine getting that phone call. I honestly don't know what I would do. Like... Honestly, I don't know what I would do if I got that phone call. I, uh, you know, when I was dating my ex-girlfriend, um, she had, she had five kids, bro. Like I only ever met four of them. The, the oldest one lived with his grandparents cause he had some mental issues and his grandparents have the money for him to be able to get the, you know, the help and the, uh, like therapy and things that he needs. Uh, or I don't know if they call it therapy, but, uh, but you know what I'm saying? Yep. Uh, medical attention that special yeah. needs people might need. Oh. Um, but I can't imagine, like, just from the time, like, the, you know, the year or so that I was with her, like, the bond that I made with those kids, dude, I can't fucking imagine. So, like, even, like, trying to comprehend that from an outside perspective, but being in a yeah. situation like you, where you have this kid that you, you, you know, you've been around for years and years. Oh, yeah. Fuck, bro. Yeah, like, I think the part that kills me the most about it is now that's come out that the police were there and refused to go inside and do anything about it. Apparently, a mom was there, was like, y'all need to get in that side of that fucking school and do something about this. Like, my kids are in there and they were fighting against her. They actually put her in handcuffs. Because she was trying to go in the school herself to save her children. Apparently, she she convinced them to get the handcuffs off of her and then just took off into the school, got her kids, and got out of the school building. And, like, dude, these cops are being paid. I'm, nobody wants to go into a building with an active shooter in it. Nobody wants that. The most hardened, specialty-trained Navy SEALs, whatever— they don't want to go into a building that someone has a, a gun and could shoot them. But it's your fucking job. You do it anyways. Bro. Those I, fucking cops that let that kid into that fucking school should be charged as accessories to those murders. 100%. Dude, firemen don't want to run into a big ass burning building to save people, yep. but they fucking do it. Yep. You know what I'm saying? And then, and then, like, we both live in the South, so I think what's killing me the most about it is we know a lot of conservatives. There are some good people that are conservatives, but what pisses me off is whenever something like this happens, the first thing that comes out of their mouth is, don't take my guns. So we've heard, like, dickhead sheriffs and, you know, politicians in Texas say how it's not a gun problem, it's a mental health problem. But then all these same fucking politicians vote down bills to help get uh, mental health access to people who can't afford it. Well, if, you, like, if no, you, no. you should, you should just fucking pay for that yourself. You should have the money yep. to do that. Yep. And then the, the argument it's I like, keep seeing the- is, Oh, well, if you, if you make guns illegal, they'll just buy, buy them on the streets. And I tell people like you can go to Walmart or a gun store and you can drop about 300 bucks and get a gun. 
300 bucks is an obtainable amount of money. That same gun on the street with serial numbers scratched off and shit, somebody went and stole and are taking a risk selling it to you, that gun's going to be $1,000, $1,500, That's not an obtainable amount of money for an 18-year-old kid. Like, it's just not. Then you're not going to be able to steal $1,000 out of your grandma's purse. You might get $300 out of it. Dude, I had that exact argument with some guy on some status on Facebook, and his response to me was like, I have no words for the stupidity that you just wrote to me. And I was like, what? I wanted to be like, bro, have you ever bought drugs? Because I have, I know what black market prices is. I've been offered to buy guns from people who are selling them illegally. Yep. Did I buy them? No, I had no fucking need for that. (laughs) But I also didn't have the goddamn money they wanted. You know, I didn't have $600 for this pistol with no serial numbers, but a full clip ready to go for whatever I might need protection for. And I'm like, no, thanks, man. I'll just take this pot. Like, (laughs) I appreciate it, though. But like, yeah, the mental, the mental health thing, Republicans say, oh, it's a mental health issue. They don't want to do shit about the mental health issue. They don't want to do anything regarding gun control. They don't want to make it where you need a license to buy a gun. They don't want to make it where there's actually a national registry for guns because they tell you there is, there isn't. I've been told by government workers, by police, like we don't have a list of every gun serial number and who owns it. Like the only way you're getting caught selling these guns illegally is somebody rats you out. So I think I sent you an article I shared on one person's post. It was an ATF agent whose job was statistics of gun crimes. And he said in his statistics, 10 to 15% of violent gun crimes are committed with stolen guns. He said the majority of the guns are coming from illegal sales, straw sales, which is, say I have a felony, but I want a pistol. You have a clean record. So I say, hey, Dalton, here's 500 bucks. Go in the gun store, buy me this $400 gun, keep the other 100 for yourself. So you go in there, you buy the gun legally, and then give it to me, which is a felony. It's illegal. We would both go to jail. Yeah. But that's called a straw sale. There's also gun shows and shit, which I'm sorry. I know people love gun shows. The shit needs to be fucking shut down. I literally, there's an expose online. I'll see if I can find it and link it in the show notes. A 14 year old went to a gun show and bought guns because these motherfuckers are not following procedures. They're not checking IDs. They're not keeping registry of what guns are sold to who. A a registered gun shop has a book where they write down every gun they sell, the serial number and the the name and uh driver's license number of the person they sold it to they have to keep those records for i think it's 10 or maybe 20 years they have to keep those i know for a fact because i've seen the book i had a gun stolen from me i didn't have the serial number written down so i had to go back to the store and the guy pulled the book out and i looked through the book until i found my name in it and got the serial number like that's what's supposed to happen but you have you know Bill, John Boy and Billy down at the gun show selling their shotguns and their pistols and shit, and they're just selling them to whoever shows up with cash. And that's where a lot of these crimes are coming from, because these guns, you don't know if that person you sold that gun to is a drug dealer with felony charges or, you know, a child molester who's going to use it to kidnap kids or some crazy lunatic that's going to go shoot up a school or shoot up a gay nightclub or shoot up a black church or whatever else. 
Like, dude, I'm just, I'm so sick of this shit happening so often. And the people in charge that are supposed to help protect us and can do something about it, just throwing their hands up in the air and saying, well, we can't agree on anything. So we're just going to do nothing again. Every fucking time. Every fucking time. We're talking about like this could have been dozens, sold. dozens of times a year. And they're just saying, oh, well, you know, we talked about it. We can't agree on anything. So we're just going to let keep getting, letting kids and black people and gay people get shot for no reason. Dude, they could have solved this shit back in Columbine. Yep. They could have but solved no, they it They wanted there. to blame Mortal Kombat and Marilyn Manson for that. And Doom. Like, uh, what the fuck? Dude, how many millions of people played Doom? How many of them have gone out and shot, shot up a school? Hey, dude, I listened to Marilyn Manson. I played Mortal Kombat and Doom and all that other shit when I was in high school. I didn't fucking shoot anybody. Yeah, me neither. And, and yes, I, I, I will say, I'm not going to say it's a, quote, gun problem. Guns, at their basis, don't do anything. It's a access to guns without access to mental health problem, and that's what needs to be corrected. It needs to be easier to get the mental health care that you need and it needs to be harder to get a gun i could leave my house right now the closest walmart's about 15 minute drive away so we're recording right now before we were done done recording this podcast i could have gone to walmart bought six guns and got back here in the time it takes us to record this podcast yeah, and they might not give them to you right away. They'll be like, well, you got to lay off whatever the fucking leeway they give you. It's like three days or something. No, that's got- not even here. I can go buy it right oh, now. Walk well, out the store with it. They have, I don't remember where it was at here. I think it's Walmart's. Where if you think it's if you try to buy bullets, that certain bullets, like for like handguns and shit, you have to, there's oh, yeah. like a wait. There's like a wait that you have to do. There's um, a three day waiting period here, but it's only for handguns and it's only if you have to have a purchase permit which means so basically in north carolina if you want to buy a pistol you have to go to the sheriff's office apply for a pistol permit that takes 72 hours for them to process that you get go up there pick up the permit you can get like used to be three i think they upped it to like five or ten now so go back in three days pick up the permits take them to the gun store say i want this pistol the guy says all right where's your permit you give him the piece of paper he keeps that logs all the information sells you the gun or you can go to a class get a concealed carry permit and you can use that to buy guns whenever you want without needing the purchase permit so Technically, my concealed carry permit expired during COVID. I didn't try to go get it renewed because the fucking court system was a joke during COVID. We had COVID and we had riots downtown, so going to the courthouse was a joke. Yeah. <laughs> but, dude, when I had my concealed carry permit, I could have went and bought 10 AR-15s, 10 pistols, 10 shotguns. If I had the money, I could have left that place with a fucking the, the back of a truck full of guns. Perfectly legal. And I'm sure up there in North Carolina, you deal with the same thing that we deal with down here. And it's the the people who have concealed carry permits, but they just like carry them in a holster on the side where yep. like you can just see it and they just walk around like a fucking cowboy. And I'm like, yep. dude, you're not a cop. You're not a cowboy. You're not yep. anybody. You're Dave or Steve or whoever the fuck like yep. Jensen. I don't know if or, you're, maybe your name is Magoo. They're wearing their, like, uh, what's that fucking military t-shirt company that's so popular with rednecks? I can't Real remember. Real tree? No, this no, is like a, a, 
like a military. They'll wear that shirt tucked in with the brown belt and their Wrangler jeans with a big ass fucking gun sticking about eight inches off their hip. Just yeah. walking through Walmart buying fucking bagel bites and shit. Always and like, prepared. If, if anybody says anything to them, like I literally was in Walmart one day and an employee was like, that makes me uncomfortable but that you have a gun in here. And the guy starts like, well, it's my right to carry a gun wherever I want. And I'm just like, dude, shut the fuck up. Just say, oh, I'm sorry that that, that, that bothers you and walk away. Yeah. Like, you don't need to give this fucking like 17-year-old girl a speech about how you think you know what the Constitution says. You know, I learned a lot of things in, in uh, Boy Scouts, right? Uh, um. Almost to the point that I wonder if it's brainwashing a little bit because I can still recite a scout is trustworthy, loyal, helpful, friendly, courteous, kind, obedient, cheerful, thrifty, brave, clean, and reverent. And I can also do the uh, I promise to do my uh, I promise to do my duty to God and my country to obey the scout law to help other people at all times to keep myself physically strong, mentally awake, and morally straight. Right? We both we both broke that (laughs) oath. Oh yeah, majorly. Um, But the motto is a scout is always prepared. Yes. Right. Never once did they ever like tell us that we should carry weapons. Now they taught us how to fire rifles. They taught us how to fire shotguns. They taught us how to, you know, we had badges for like learning how to hit clay pigeons and and arrow shooting, bow shooting and things like that. But they always taught us safety. You never, you never aimed the gun at somebody, you know, you made sure that the gun was unloaded and all of that. They're safe. How to safely do that. Like they were so, careful about and dude i think if everybody had to go through something like that they would respect guns a little more you know what i'm saying oh absolutely i know uh now i want the listeners to understand i am not anti-gun i own four or five guns myself same here i think safe responsible gun ownership is fine like i said my guns are locked away where my kid can't get to them the neighbor's kids can't get to him. You know, some deranged kid that I don't know can't steal my gun and go shoot somebody with it because they made fun of him or whatever. But responsible gun ownership, perfectly fine. That being said, I'm 100% for some form of gun control too. My ideal scenario is you have to have a license to own a gun. To get that license, you have to go to a psychiatrist and get a full mental health assessment the psychiatrist signs off. You take that paperwork to the sheriff's department, do your mugshot, your fingerprints, all the standard stuff they do. You get your license. In one year, that license expires. Before that year is over, you at the end, you have to go get another mental health assessment. Psychiatrist signs off of it. You take your license to the sheriff's office. They renew it. I don't think any of that stuff should cost you money either. I think it should all be paid for by taxes or whatever else. But I think it should happen because then you end up not having situations like this, where if that kid had had to go get a license from a psychiatrist, it never that kid never, never would have gotten guns. That kid w- never would have gotten guns because that psychiatrist would have seen that that kid had some problems that needed to be addressed. I, I want to ask you something, too. Okay. Are any of your guns semi-automatic? Technically, they all are. Um because semi-automatic just means that auto-reloading, basically. So, basically, you pull the trigger. When you let go of that trigger, the gun is reloaded and ready to shoot again. Okay. See, none of my guns are like that. 
none of them. I, all, all of my rifles are like you fire. I mean, you might be able to put a clip in there, but you got to cock it and pull it back. Let the bullet fly out. Okay, yeah. You you can't just shoulder it and go pow, 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 pow. I don't think. Yeah, so basically, you have like bolt action. Well, like you yeah, fire yeah, the I gun, have, you have to pull the bolt back and, and load another bullet yourself. I, yeah, like I have I shotguns have, and hunting rifles, basically. I have an SKS, which is in the in the family of like AK-47s and stuff. Yeah. Um, like I said, it's got a 30-round uh, magazine with it. But like I said, it doesn't stay loaded. It's locked away, so nobody can get to it. Um, there's no difference in that gun and like the bolt action you're talking about. On the ground floor. Like, AR-15s are not intrinsically bad. No, 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 um, they're not. What people, like, I had a conversation with a buddy of mine that lives in Illinois, and just to show you the disconnect about guns is, we were talking about this, and sadly to say, this was a few years ago, it's still an issue, we were talking about gun control, and I was saying the same thing I've been saying for years about a license. He said, well, I think it should be illegal to own fully automatic weapon. Or he said military-grade weapons. I said, it is. There's no – the weapons they give you in the military outside of, like, the standard-issue sidearms and stuff, you can't buy as a civilian. You can't buy M4s or, you know, Browning M2s I don't or think any kind of crazy like machine guns. Either, right? What? I don't think you can get M16s either, right? No, because M16 is basically, I mean, it's an AR style rifle, but it's a fully automatic. Yeah. And that's why his next argument was, I don't think you should be able to buy fully automatic weapons. I said, you can't. It's been illegal since, I think, 1984. So any guns made after 1984 that are fully automatic, it is illegal for you to own. You can own fully automatic guns from before that were made before 1984 or 86 in the mid 80s. But to get that, you have to get what's called like a class three permit, I think. I haven't looked into it in forever. I think that's the name of it. You literally have to file with the ATF to get that. The, you will have an ATF agent show up randomly at your house to make sure that gun is properly secured when not in use. You get busted like with like a, an M2, like a 50 caliber machine gun. Say you have one, and you just got it hanging on the wall in your house, fully loaded. That ATF agent stops by, knocks on your door. You could go to jail. Yeah. Like they, they don't fuck around with those. So that's why I say, like, it's people who have never really been around guns that much. I don't think they understand fully the laws that are in place. That being said, you don't need, you know, an M4 to kill somebody. AR-15s. No kill a bunch of people like i said but an ar-15 and like a 30-06 deer hunting rifle are not that different you know they just look so yeah yeah like um, i mean they say like oh an ar-15 you can put 30 bullets in it. it's like well my uh beretta px4 pistol it's a nine millimeter it holds like 16 bullets i can carry two of those at once like it's it's definitely not guns. We don't need to take away guns, but we have to do something to keep guns out of the hands of people who should not have them. Yeah. And thoughts and prayers aren't working. That's We got to get away from that and start actually putting legislation. And I think the punishment for gun crimes should be much more strict than they are. Yeah, for sure. Dude. For sure. Um, speaking of automatic weapons, I've always wanted a Tommy gun, but not a real one. Oh, yeah. I just want like a replica or, you know, like one that doesn't actually shoot anything, but just looks like that. 
and just and just set it up because I just think that's such a cool looking gun because there are some guns that look really cool. Oh yeah, and now and like the, a Tommy gun, you can technically own, but like I said, you'd have to go through that ATF permit to own. Yeah, see, I I don't want it's all just, of that. It's not worth it, and you're paying. I've never seen a. I think there. I think it's a class three. I've never seen a class three gun at a gun store that wasn't two thousand dollars or more. Like yeah. they're not cheap guns because they're not readily being made. They're all now. Eight, like 84, 86, you're talking about cl- coming up on 40 years old. So there's not that many out there. I just want them. I just want it like the, the fucking big barrel thing can be welded to it. The oh, barrel, yeah. the gun bullet barrel doesn't even have to be there. It can just be a hole that's like an inch deep. So it looks like it. You know, I just oh, want yeah. it to look cool. I could give a fuck if it shoots. I would never want to shoot it. I don't shoot guns. This is not one of the things that I'm like, oh, man, I'm going to go fire $75 into nothing right now. Oh, yeah. Dude, I, like I like shooting, but yeah, like you said, one of my ex-girlfriends, her brother bought a Smith & Wesson 500 Magnum, which is like the biggest pop pistol you can get the thing fucking it's a fucking hand cannon but dude this was oh god 10 years ago or better yeah it was like 2008 ish 2010 ish so 12 to 14 years ago bullets the cheapest we could find bullets for that thing for three dollars a piece so you're talking about 60 bucks for 20 a 20 round box like you said you can shoot 20 rounds in Two Five minutes. minutes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like even reloading a six shooter, you're talking a few minutes. You've run through $60 worth. And it's just, I, there's better things for me to spend my money on. I just don't care that much. Fireworks bullet, are cheaper. If bullets were like a penny a piece, sure. It'd be fun to go out there and just bah, da, 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 and just shoot up shit. Yeah. But it's just too expensive. My, my dad said his favorite part about being in the military because he was a medic was once everybody was done doing their shooting training for the day, they would tell all the medics, all right, you guys just want to go out there and just shoot the rest of the ammunition. We have no need for it. So they oh, would, yeah. hell yeah, and go out there and just unload the rest of these clips and stuff. And he said that that was fun. Oh, yeah. But they weren't paying for that. You know what I'm saying? So, yep. Um, yeah, oh, we, were, we were paying for that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. But to be fair, if your job is to shoot people, you probably need to train a lot. So Yeah, absolutely. Oh, fuck. What was that? Oh, about the big pistol. Okay, so I have two two quick stories for you. Um, one was, I'll never forget, there was a pawn shop in Gainesville. And I don't remember the name. I'm sorry, I'm trying to think of the name of it, but I cannot remember the name of it. It was like gold something, of course. Um, but you went in there and they had a bunch of stuff, but they also had guns. It was a gun store slash pawn shop, right? Oh, yeah. A bunch fuckers, of those around here. Fuckers had a judge. And I'll never forget oh, looking yeah. at this pistol, and I'm like, "Why would you need a pistol that shoots basically a shotgun shell?" <laughs> like, dude, I I have one of those. <laughs> like, it's just they would be awesome to own, just to have it sitting in a case. Like, oh yeah, that's called the judge, you know. But mine I can't is imagine the, uh, mine is the polymer version. Mine is called the public defender. <laughs> <laughs> I just can't imagine the recoil on a gun like that. Like, I feel like it would be a pain. It's not as bad as you would think because the guns are built to absorb some of that recoil. It's like it's fun to go out there with like, I mean, it shoots like 410 shotgun shells. So, let's go out there and just, dude, I stood, we set up, we had a pallet box. And basically, it was like four pallets nailed together to make a box, like two or three extra pallets on the front and then filled it with dirt. Dude, I could stand like 10 feet away 
fire a fucking 410 shell out of this stub nose pistol and dude the pellets would hit the entire front of that fucking like four <laughs> foot by four and a half foot pallet it would just spray the whole so i call it a good like warning shot because like you dude if somebody breaks in your house and you're at the other side of the room and you shoot it at them they're not going to avoid it's not going to kill them but they're not going to avoid it they're going to yeah. get a bunch of fucking bbs in the dick and the throat and everywhere else and like a Aim in the general direction. <laughs> yep. Aim in the general direction. Fire. Put a fucking 45 long cold in the next chamber and tell them, all right, the next one's going to kill you. You better fucking go. <laughs> um, the other story I have was my very first serious girlfriend. Her name was Mavis. And we were Grandma at her house. Mavis. <laughs> yeah, Grandma Mavis. And we were at her house. And... Uh, her dad came home one day and we were just sitting there and I, I have some stories about him coming home that I, I might have told before, but uh, anyway, it doesn't matter. Like he, he knew I was there. We were having dinner and stuff and we were sitting there after dinner in the little living room. He was watching TV. She was like doing something on the computer and I was just sitting there and he looks at me and he says, you, you want to see my hog leg? No, <laughs> I knew he liked to go hunting and stuff. So I figured that he got a good piece of meat. And because I like food, I was fat. You know what I'm saying? So I was he like, pulled his dick out. I was like, yeah, sure, man. So he goes into the other room and, and Mavis just has this look on her face where she's like, if her eyes could have rolled, they were going circular. You know what I'm oh, saying? Yeah. Um, or I guess if they couldn't have rolled any harder, that's what I meant. They they could roll. Her eyes were movable. <laughs> she was like one of those fucking things that just her eyes are stuck yeah. in the socket. Doesn't turn man, her whole head to look at you. <laughs> oh, man. Um, but he comes back with this case and he sets it down on the table in front of me and he opens it up and it is the biggest goddamn pistol I've ever seen in my fucking life. Probably one of these magnums that you were talking about earlier because it was like quite possibly just uh, I'm showing you for visual yeah. so you can kind of see it but it was like maybe a foot long like just huge dude and he pulls it out and he's holding it barrel pointing towards me. Not uh, not like holding it up, aiming it at me, but he's just holding yeah. it and it's barrel pointed towards me and he goes, this is my Which hog leg. you are not supposed to do. You never point a gun loaded or unloaded at anybody. Yeah, yeah. yeah. This was all intimidation. Right? Oh, yeah. And he's like, so uh, what are your intentions with my daughter? That's when he decides to have that conversation oh, with yeah. me about right? And let me go ahead and just throw out there to like any of our listeners who may be fathers don't fucking do that i know it's every father's like wet dream to like have that moment because they went through it when they were younger and they want to be like oh i'm gonna have that i'm the strong dad i promise if you're the cool dad they're gonna respect you more yep. than if you be, point a fucking be gun the at cool them. dad now be the cool dad but make sure he is aware that if he hurts your daughter, you will hurt him in a likewise fashion. Yeah, yeah, you are like you are the cool dad, but you still have ground rules. I'm not saying let him yeah. go and do fuck all, uh, um, but don't be the dude who like pulls the gun out or like tries to be the intimidating nah. factor. You know, just don't be that guy. Like, dude, you can literally go to jail for that now. You pull a fucking gun on somebody's kid. Could you imagine if your kid came home and was like, my girlfriend's dad pointed a gun at me. Like, I'm going to go to his house and whoop his fucking ass. Like, if my kid comes yeah. home and is like, I went over to my girlfriend's house and her dad, her dad pointed a gun at me. I'm like, I need you to be very serious with me right now. Did that happen? Because if it did, he's going <laughs> to die and I'm going to go to jail tonight. So I need you to be honest with me. <laughs> Like, I'm going to go over there and I'm going to beat his ass to death. 
Yeah, it was it was a very strange situation, dude. Yeah, there's a lot of shit that I went through uh, growing up that I look back now and I'm like, man, if that happened now, there would be fucking outrage. <laughs> dude, those guys that have like the fucking guns with like like the 357 Magnums and shit, where it's like this big like shiny gun with a fucking 12 inch barrel on it. Whenever I see those dudes flaunt those guns, the only thing I can think is like, God damn, your dick must be small. <laughs> like, if you need something that huge and gaudy, like, dude, what are you compensating for? I will say he didn't have one of the gaudy ones. It was massive, but it was like okay. a matte gunmetal gray. Okay. With a black handle. I just remember it was just a big, dark, brooding looking motherfucker. <laughs> oh, like, yeah. It was going to fire darkness into your soul. Like... Yeah. Um, but yeah, anyways, uh, yeah. It's what yeah, happened in Texas is terrible. Yeah. Stop, stop fucking talking GOP. Fucking do something. But that'll never happen. Democrats will never do anything because politicians at the end of the day, they don't really fucking care. Like, until it happens to them or their family, they don't fucking care. Yeah. So, yeah. In, in more disappointing news, uh, actor Ray Liotta died this week. That was very much a gut punch. Not only did Ray Liotta die, the keyboardist from Depeche Mode died the same day. I saw that. Fucking A. So, Ray Liotta, man, like, I can't say that any of my favorite movies or anything had him in it, but he has been in so many good movies, and he has such a great name. I cannot tell you how many times in my life I've gone, Ray Liotta, because it just fits that fucking... Ray Liotta, like, he was a talented actor. I liked the guy, but he was always, like, he's never one of my favorites. He always seemed like, when you go to the family reunion, there's a, like, creepy uncle who's always drunk. That's who Ray Liotta seemed like. Like, he seemed like that weird uncle that's always drunk, especially when inappropriate situations like family reunions. I'm sure he was a really nice guy. I never met him personally. I said he was a very talented actor and, you know, I hope his family well through all of this because I feel like it was kind of sudden. I don't think he was sick, so yeah. I'm sure it's been very difficult for them. Yeah. yeah he, uh, one thing I'll say about Ray Liotta is I've always thought he had some of the prettiest fucking eyes, dude. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It like was like a almost, un- glaze. almost unnatural. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Really. Like just. Like you could look into your soul and just see all your inner thoughts. It was wild. But yeah, rest in peace, man. Speaking of Ray Liotta, there's a YouTuber I love. His channel is called Zebra Corner. He does like uh, like real life versions of commercials, basically. I'll send you some links, dude. He's funny as fuck. But he does the fucking Ray Liotta Chantix commercial. He's like dressed all up like Ray Liotta. And he's just <laughs> constantly fucking up. He's like... I'm Chantix and this is or he's like, like I'm Chantix here to talk to you about Ray Liotta and I'm like god damn it cut Ray you got it wrong again and he's like what oh sorry like, yeah dude just like the funny like one <laughs> one uh one take he's like smoking a fucking cigarette he's like I'm Ray Liotta and I quit smoking with Chantix and it takes like a huge draw off the cigarette <laughs> like dude this channel is fucking hilarious I had to send you a few of my favorites I don't know why that just sparked the memory of in my brain from Big Money Hustlers, which was ICP's movie they did back in the day. Uh, there's just this scene where Shaggy is a cop 
he's like an undercover cop guy. He's in this diner, and this dude just breaks in in a monkey suit and starts oh, robbing the joint. Oh, he's in a monkey suit. He just starts robbing the joint, and he's just like, "Don't you see what I'm wearing? I'm in an ape suit. That means I don't give a fuck." I want a motherfucking donut. Give me a dozen of them. Give me an eclat. You better put them fucking eclairs in that bag. I told you I'm in an ape suit. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> I don't know why that made me think of that, but it did. That's just a funny ass scene. There's also a scene in that movie where Violin J and them are all at this table and there's this girl sitting there and she has like boobs big enough that like I would want to see them, but like. Yeah. I'm not turned on by them. Does that make sense? Like they are so big. I'm talking like oh, yeah. H's or whatever. You know, just, just oh, fake yeah. and huge. So anyway, the scene is like they're sitting there and Jay just go, looks at her and he goes, why don't you just go ahead and uh, pull them titties out and let everybody here at the table see him. She's like, oh, okay. And she pulls her titties out and then it does this pan for everybody's face. And then it goes back to Jay and he's looking dead at the camera. And he goes, <laughs> you see that? I didn't even have to do that. Our movie's the shit. <laughs> 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 it was just I don't know funny uh, but yeah um, rest in peace Ray Liotta man you will be missed yeah. I'm gonna have to go back and watch Goodfellas cause I've heard that's his like one of his best performances and I've never actually his seen that movie Opus. Yeah, I have not either and I really want to so yeah maybe we'll do a watch along in the discord or something oh yeah I was mentioning that the other day we were playing uh, in Game Buds for Tadpog shout out Tadpog Tyler and Dave play old games uh, we were playing the riff tracks game that came out and one of the old movie clips that they showed was from this movie called planet of dinosaurs yeah which which i have on vhs (laughs) and i was just like oh i have this i own this movie and like not long ago i went on to archive.org and they had a copy of that movie because it's so old that they're just like here it is so i downloaded it and uh so i have a a version of that so I told him on, and when we were playing I was like dude we ought to do a watch along in the Steam Machine Discord one night where I'll put this on and oh, we yeah. can just all get in there and make fun of it for the hour or so that it runs you know <laughs> yeah, yep. I think it'd be great it'd be fun community night um so to bring the bring the mood up from uh, all the all the death and uh downness to start the episode off with uh you had a really cool idea sir that I I, yes, I do okay. like so please spit it out so, we're going to lean on the community again. We want to get more involvement from the community. So, we want to add a voice clip for our episodes from the community. If you would like to be featured on yet another BS podcast, record yourself saying loudly, well, slap my ass and call me Sally. It's yet another bullshit podcast. Send it to Dalton or I, and maybe you'll get picked up to be aired on the podcast word yeah and i think that should be the first one but maybe we'll change up what you say between or 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 use that as a base and then if you just think of other ridiculous shit just send that if you have some kind of ridiculous ass intro that ends in it's yet another bs podcast record it and send it to us Maybe we'll use it. One hundred percent, dude. I'll I will make a folder on my computer and just fill it with them. So yes, bank us up, dude. If you've got some some funny ideas, you know, just send them in, dude. Because uh, that'd be really fun, and it will not be that hard for me to add in the beginning of the episode. So. For sure, I'm really interested in some of our uh, British or Australian friends sending it in too. I think that'd be fun. Yeah. Right. Right. 
<laughs> I don't know why my brain immediately went to Mike doing his uh, and and we were happy and we were grateful. <laughs> it's time for yet another BS podcast. Well, that's not English. Oh, never mind. Yeah, that, that was more Scottish, I think. It was Scottish. I've been watching a lot of uh, Count Dankula on YouTube. <laughs> he's Scottish. He's he's the reason I know they say Marta. <laughs> Which is the coolest way to say murder, Marta. What's um, cool is uh, they don't pronounce T's, apparently. It's like instead of water, it's water. Water. Yeah. A little bit of water. Yeah. Um, well, that's the opposite of, uh, or no, I'm sorry. It was the Irish that they don't have the TH, so they'll be like tree. And they yeah. mean like tree. three. Be like, yep. I got you down for the pin count, laddie. One, two, three. Yep. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. I'm talking about wrestling. I don't want to offend anyone. <laughs> I learned I learned about this shit because I went through a rabbit hole one time of listening to uh, accent challenge videos on YouTube. Or you just it's basically people from different parts of the world would record themselves saying this predetermined list of words in their native accent. It was actually really fucking cool to see. It's like it's people from all over doing it, and there's some some cool accents out there. Oh, dude. I love accents and just in like dialects and things. I just, I love it. Speaking of, there's another YouTube video I fucking love when I see it. I cannot remember who makes it. If I can think of it, I'll post it. But it's, uh, two, it's some Scottish like skit, sketch comics. They do a thing where they, these two Scottish guys get in an elevator and the elevator has been, had a like voice recognition software installed so instead of pressing a button you say you know floor three so they're like <laughs> voice, they're like voice recognition doesn't work in scotton <laughs> it's like they're just in the fucking elevator like yelling at the fucking elevator and it's like i'm sorry i didn't understand that like, it's like the fucking doors open one time like one dude is up on the other guy's back like pushing up off his shoulders yelling into the speaker <laughs> <laughs> oh, dude, I got to find that and send it to you. I have to post it in the group or something. It's fucking hilarious. Oh, yeah, dude. Please do. Please do. I used to like the videos. I don't remember who did it. I mean, it was BuzzFeed, where they would bring in people from different countries and, like, feed them the American versions of that. Like, the one oh, that sticks yeah. out to me was Outback Steakhouse, people from Australia eating Outback Steakhouse food. And the two I dudes that, I just remember. I think that was bu- uh, BuzzFeed. They had the... Uh, like, yeah, they'll do snacks from other countries. Yeah. 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 And I just, I'll never forget the dudes picking up a piece of shrimp and going, is this a prawn? He's like, no, nah, that's why you call these, <laughs> these things shrimp over in, you know, over in uh, Australia, we call these prawns, but uh, they're a bit bigger than this. <laughs> He's like, these are small. It was, it was so, fantastic. So it's, uh, I'm going to, I'm going to butcher this, but it's Berniston. B-U-R-N-I-S-T-O-U-N. The the skits on YouTube, it's called Voice Recognition Lift because they're not elevators there. They're lifts. Yeah, the lift. But yeah, I'm going uh, to shoot it over to you so you can watch it and add it to the show notes. God damn, dude. It was funny. And uh, another interesting fact is that over in England, they don't call it the trunk of the car. They call it the boot. The boot. The boot. It's just interesting. Uh, um, so, I had, an, I had a, a total stoner thought this week and it didn't really come from me i heard it asked in one of the videos i was watching uh and it just i don't really know how much we could really talk about it but just this is just a thought to plant into people's heads really what do you think the world would have looked like 
if somebody went back in time and instead of like killing Hitler or doing anything that you always hear people say that they'd go back and do, what if they went back in time and rendered Genghis Khan infertile as like a teenager? Or he couldn't, uh, he couldn't fuck. I mean, he could fuck, but he couldn't have kids. Yeah. See, like I told you, I have no clue because I hate history. So, I've, I oh. wiped that shit out of my brain. So Okay. I love history. Well, okay. So, there's a high percentage of people who can trace their lineage back to Genghis Khan. Yeah. Um, because he apparently just did a lot of fucking and killing. Like, that was just his thing. Oh, yeah. Uh it would just like so many people trace their lineage back to him that it would just be like, I almost wonder if it would be the equivalent of Thanos' snap that just like me and you might be two that just don't exist anymore because <laughs> at some point our lineage goes back to that motherfucker. You know what I mean? It's just a wild yeah. thought that the world would be so much different because there would be so many people who would have never been born. It's fucking mind boggling, man. Just, that's all. It was just... <laughs> Dude, I heard that, it. Oh, go ahead. That makes me think of another funny topic. Um, alterations of Thanos' snap. Like, because, you know, his snap was got rid of half the people. What if it literally got rid of the left half of all the people? It's <laughs> like so everybody was just the right half of their body just flopping around on the ground because they can't get around. <laughs> I would still have my dominant hand, so, so score. That'd suck for all the left-handed people. <laughs> oh, yeah, I'd be screwed. Or maybe some people would lose. Maybe it was like he snapped his fingers and everyone loses their non-dominant side. And the new marriage yeah. is becoming fused together for one person. Yeah. So God, that's life a fucking is, horror movie. Trademark. Life is, just a fucking, life is just a three-legged fucking race everywhere. <laughs> like you, ha- you have to marry someone who's roughly your same like height. Yeah, right. You'd have to. It would be like uh, being paired together. Dude, we could make a cool horror movie out of that. <laughs> Oh, yeah. <laughs> it might be it might work better with animation but I mean it would still it would be cool from, from the guys who watched Human Centipede we bring you human three legged race <laughs> like, well, no, you'd, you still, you'd still you literally have, have you literally have half a dick and one ball hanging <laughs> yeah and then you'd have like a, a, a vagina lip or or you know depending on your preference you could have a complete dick and ball there you go have a complete dick and two but what, what if they're not the same length? I, then you just have a strange-looking penis. But what is it? Weird-looking dick. I mean, I guess in, I, you would have to. We'd have to change marriage laws because then yeah. it would technically be two couples getting married. If everybody ever wanted to marry and get fucked, and everything would be an orgy, we'd have to redefine the term orgy. Yep. <laughs> and would you, could you have children? How would the children thing work? Because you technically have semen coming from two sources going into two like different places well could you have two children trying to push out the same same hole at the same time well it depends like where the semen sack or whatever is located in your like if it's slightly to the left and that motherfucker's gone uh then hopefully the other person has it you know what i'm saying or if it's to the right you know i don't really know like you don't like history i didn't like medical science it grossed me out so i don't know exactly it's where like this- well you know me, me and bob are fused together but the, the kids are technically bob's because his dick's about four inches longer than mine so his his spunk got there first he shot first <laughs> like, i shot first but he had the head start <laughs> 
Oh man, yeah, there would just be so many weird amalgamations of monstrosity people. Yeah, just and what if it's like? What if you're like half of a white guy, half of a black guy? You marry like half Hispanic, half Asian chick. You just have like this fucking perfect hodgepodge baby. Like that's just what race is now. Is everybody's just just a mix of everything. <laughs> Maybe that's maybe, maybe we have just discovered the solution to all humanity's problems. <laughs> what it, what would the bigots be mad about if everyone was part of something? <laughs> Your fucking dick looks weird. <laughs> yeah. You're one of those weirdo dicks. <laughs> uh, oh, I don't man. know. It'd be probably like hair color or something. There was something like that touched on that, wasn't it? It was the fucking Rick and Morty episode where it was like they were fighting because like the triangle nipple people hated the swirly nipple people. <laughs> Oh, God. No, I thought it was... I, th- uh, I think at the end of the day, people just like to hate. It's yeah. like, whatever. Like, if everybody was the same race and nothing was different, we would find something different to fight about. Oh, it was uh, it was Fairly Odd Parents. There was an episode of Fairly Odd Parents where he wished that, uh, like, everyone was the same because yeah. then nobody could get made fun of. But then everyone was just these gray blob things, and it was yeah. being made fun of for your shade of gray. So, it was like... <laughs> <laughs> yep. Uh, moral kids. of the story people are shit they're gonna find a reason to hate other people 100% man there's always gonna be hate and anger in the world unfortunately all because that dude dude so that dude had to bite that apple if you believe that so I watched this thing the other day that was uh, I think it was related to Dante's like Dante's uh, trilogy you know what I'm saying uh, yeah. Inferno, Purgatorio, and Paradiso. I think it was either that or it was this religion iceberg thing that I was watching. Anyway, it was Windigoon. Shout out to Windigoon. Not that he needs my recommendation. He's got a ton <laughs> of fucking subscribers. I, I've said it before and I'll say again. I like that. Like I popped in on him when he had like 4K subscribers or so and now he's like pushing a million or if not over a million. Yeah. It's good for him, man. I'm so happy for him. But uh there are some beliefs that believe that like the time that Adam and Eve were in. Oh no. Yeah. It was in Paradiso. I think he meets Adam. Uh, fuck. I don't remember. I don't remember exactly. The the details don't matter. Um, that Adam and Eve were in the garden of Eden for like 27 minutes or maybe like two hours. It was like, they were born, they kind of fucked around for a little bit. And then they were like, Hey, what's this thing over here? We're not supposed to eat. Let's try it. And they ate it. And then like, like like that. It wasn't like this long period of time. Like some people believe like apparently according to this, you know, in that book, that was that author's take is that they were, they were in there for like, I don't know, 37 minutes before they just were like, fuck it. Let's try that fruit. (laughs) (laughs) Um, let's see what we have next. Oh, so yeah, Seth Green apparently had a show. Oh, yeah, fucking hilarious, dude. Some of the funniest shit I've heard this year. So for anyone who doesn't know already, Dalton and I think NFTs are fucking stupid. Yeah, so, I, I I made one once uh, as a joke and put it up for sale and have never even checked it again. So <laughs> and it was just so a picture they, uh, of me in a clown mask. So Seth Green, famous actor, famous voice actor. He does Robot Chicken. He's Chris on Family Guy, yada, yada, yada. Dr. Evil's son and Austin Powers. Can't yeah. forget that. He uh he bought a Bored Ape NFT and decided to use it to star in some animated show he was doing. Apparently, he got fished in a scam 
and someone stole the board ape from him. So now he can't continue to make the show. And the show, I guess whoever was going to put it out has canceled it because the board ape got stolen. And technically, there's nothing anybody can do because NFTs are decentralized. So they took his shit. It's their shit now. It no longer belongs to him. He's literally on social media begging them to give it back to him so he can make the show. I'm sorry. I hate a thief. But at the same time, when you all you can do is champion how your current your new currency of the future is decentralized. Don't fucking cry when the shit gets stolen from you, because decentralized means the cops and the government don't fucking care. My big question is how does somebody like that get fished? How does somebody like that let that happen? If you can afford to buy a fucking board ape NFT, how yeah. I why mean, would you there's, not there's a because there's a whole community of hackers and shit out there who are solely focusing on stealing this shit because it's probably easy to do, especially if you you are that apt at that kind of stuff. And more importantly, there's no consequence to it Dude, because it's wild, it's wild west you can't get arrested. Yeah, it's wild. This is the wild, wild west. And <laughs> yeah, to the your wild, shit wild gets west. stolen. But yeah, like, dude, I don't know. It just tickled me when I read that story. It was like, yeah, that was that was dumb of you. And this is your punishment for being dumb. But also, like, I love Seth Green. But oh, like, yeah. f- fuck him just a little bit for trying to bring NFTs into TV. Like, and yep. fuck anybody who keeps trying to bring NFTs into video gaming. So I was yep. not excited because I'm not a huge mobile gamer, right? But I signed up for the pre-registry for the Nino Kuni oh, phone yeah. game that is like a little MMO thing. And I was like, dude, yeah, I'll, I'll, I've always loved the art style of the Nino Kuni games. Look forward to playing them on Steam Machine. I'll, I'll play that as a pooping game, right? Oh, yeah. And I read an article about that game. I think I got, shared that article and laughed got about it. Fucking blockchain integration. And I'm like, dude. So I think I uninstalled it. If not, I'm going to. I'm like, I don't even want to play it. I don't even want to play There's this yeah. really cool fucking... RPG coming out that's based on wizards and spellcasting and stuff and whenever it comes out like your character is an NFT uh no thanks and I'm like man why <laughs> uh so this next one you have written down I, I don't know anything about it my brother so I'm gonna let you go. yeah I'm gonna try to find the thing real quick I know it was on Twitter there's an amazing if you if you like making fun of cryptocurrency and NFT stuff there's a Twitter uh whatever you call a Twitter account, I guess. Yeah. It's called Web3 is going just great. If you look that up on Twitter, all they do is post all the shitty news that's coming out of crypto and uh, NFTs. Like, they literally post news articles. So there's a crypto called Luna. It's just dollar sign L-U-N-A Luna. Yeah, I've heard of Luna. Apparently, I'm going to read this. This snippet says all holders of Luna who saw their holdings crash to nothing in the terror collapse. Not sure what that is. Probably one of the hundreds of crypto crashes that have been happening lately (laughs) says received an airdrop of the new Luna tokens with the release of Terra 2.0 electric boogaloo. (laughs) The researcher who originally observed that at least $88 million worth of ill-gotten tokens had been siphoned from the Terra Mirror protocol before a patch was quietly applied in early May noticed that the attacker had been among the recipients of the airdrop, receiving more than 2.1 million Luna. 
A nice little reward for stealing money from thousands of Mirror users and locking their funds, causing them millions in losses, wrote the researcher. So basically, somebody hacked their shit and stole millions of dollars worth of crypto from their customer base. So to make up for that, they decided to send a bunch of their new cryptocurrency to all those customers and the fucking dumbasses accidentally sent 2.1 million of their new currency to the motherfucker who stole the shit in the first place. So yeah, that is the level of confidence I have in crypto. On the plus side, wow, the price of the new Luna token has been volatile on its first day, starting at around $17 and later valued around $5.70. It dropped almost $12 a token in a day. $17 to $5 in a day. Said this would have made the attackers holding of airdrop tokens worth around twelve point one million, assuming they could find liquidity to cash out. So yeah, they sent this motherfucker originally sent him thirty eight million dollars worth of their new token. Luckily, their new token was so shitty that by the end of the day, that thirty eight million dollars had turned into eleven million dollars. Still eleven million dollars, man. Eleven million <laughs> in free money. To reward the guy that stole millions yeah. of dollars from their customers. So, yeah, this is why I don't fucking put money in cryptocurrency because it's not the future. It's it's a fucking internet Ponzi scheme. Dude, during that whole uh, GameStop thing that was going on, shit, I, I chucked 40 bucks at it. And at one point, I think it was worth like 380 And I went to bed and woke up the next day and it was worth 190 So, I went ahead and sold it. Oh, yeah. Like, yep. I mean, like, so I made some profit off of it, but I mean, I wish I'd have sold it that night before when I was having like, hmm, I should probably sell it. It's $350 right now. And then it kept climbing up. So I was like, oh no, I'm just going to let it keep going. And no, uh, I crashed overnight. Yep. That shit's what happened. And I haven't fucking touched it since. Yep. GameStop is just fucking hemorrhaging money still. So. <laughs> Viva la GameStop. We will never let it die. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Slava yeah, GameStop. It's dying whether you want it to or not. And I mean, I have no animosity towards GameStop. GameStop is just another corporate business. They treat their employees like shit. They don't care about their customers. It's no different than Walmart or Target or anywhere else that's corporate. Um, GameStop has some good employees. I'm friends with a bunch of them. A bunch of them recommend people to come to my store. Um but yeah, it's just they treat their employees like shit. They pay them like shit. Dude, I got, I got to tell you this. The GameStop, I applied for it. It's in uh, Palatka. And I went in one time and I asked the dude. I was like, hey, man, I applied up here. Um, and he goes, did you ever hear back or anything? And I said, no. And he goes, let me ask you something. When it was asking you about your gaming knowledge and stuff, did you put that you like RPG games? And I was like, yeah, man, I fucking love RPG games. He goes, that's probably why they never called you. And I was like, well, that's a stupid reason. He goes, no, here's yeah. the thing. He goes, because we have some customers that come in who are into RPG games. He goes, and what happens when two people who really like RPG games get together? They sit there and they talk about RPG games. He goes, so instead of you sitting there and selling them everything that you can while they're in there, you're going to sit there and talk to them about video games and they want you to be selling them stuff. So they're not going to bring you in. Yep. And I was like, wow, bro. <laughs> wow. Yeah, they don't want you. They don't even care if you know about video games. They don't care if you play video games. 
They want your metrics to stay up. That's all they care about. But like last year, dude, Thanksgiving Day, Walmart, Target, all these places closed on Thanksgiving. GameStop not only wanted to stay open, they were telling their employees they would not get overtime. They were only going to get $8 an hour, but that if they were scheduled, they had to show up or they would be fired. So basically, Thanksgiving evening, when you want to be watching football and eating with your family, they're saying, you got to come to work for $8 an hour, and if you don't, you will be fired. Uh, that's and I think, themselves. Yeah, I think I personally would have been like, well, fire me, motherfucker. I'll go get my unemployment check Monday. Yeah. That was one thing I'll say about the grocery stores that I worked at. If you ever had to work a holiday, it was time and a half. Oh, yeah. Dude, at the plant that I worked at, it was, I don't know what it is now, because I left three years ago. It was, you got eight hours whether you worked or not. Eight hours pay. If you worked, you got double time. So say you worked a 16-hour shift on a holiday. You made 40 hours pay in that 16 hours. And I'm talking about when I left, pay was $31 an hour for me. Yeah. My understanding is now it's thirty six fifty five. if I went back. So imagine thirty six fifty five. Hold on, I'm going to bust out my calculator because my math brain ain't that good. Uh, $36.55, 40 hours, that's $1,462 in a day. 16-hour workday, you can make almost $1,500 before taxes. So yeah, even take taxes out, you're talking about over $1,000 you would take home. I could go to work. After taxes. That one day and then get me a new graphics card. Like, that'd be beautiful. <laughs> More or less, yeah. So, that's why I say, like, you know, fucking selling games ain't making me rich. Almost want to go back and just suck it up and do what I need to do there. Oh, dude, I wish I could get a warehouse job around here. But, like, the thing is, is they have to make it worth my while because all the warehouses around here are at least an hour drive away. At least. Yeah. You know? I know there's a glass plant in uh, Jacksonville. Yeah, but that well to get into like Jacksonville, Jacksonville okay. is about an hour and a half drive, depending on when they would want me there. Because if I had to drive there in the mornings during rush hour or traffic in the morning, ugh, I'm I wouldn't I don't even want to think about how long it would actually take to get to Jacksonville. I, oh, dude, I looked at going to uh, transferring to Seattle with the company I was with. The HR guy for the Seattle plant because the Seattle plant is in the. Uh, the industrial district, I think, is what it's called, or university district or something, but it's like on the water in in the city. He lives 20 miles outside the city, so sometimes it takes him two and a half, three hours to get home in God. rush hour traffic. I just can't do that. I mean, that's good podcast time, but that's a lot of money in gas. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, one other note that you had here before we get into our uh, songs of the week. Uh, a new television show came out. Have you watched it yet, Dalton? I have not. You should give your balls a tuck. <laughs> it I is am a the Shorzy TV show. I watched all but the last episode of it, and it's fucking fantastic. I love it personally. If you know of Letterkenny, which is on Hulu, it's a Canadian sort of Trailer Park Boys esque like. Kind of like almost home shot. What would you call it? It's comedy, but it's it's a mockumentary kind of thing. Yeah, it's not a sitcom. Like it's set up. Like it's not quite as mockumentary esque as Trailer Park Boys. Yeah. Um, But I feel like it definitely has inspiration from them because it is the funniest show that I've seen since Trailer Park Boys. 
it's not about crime like trailer park boys are it's like farmers and shit like just basically filming the lives of small town farmers meet me at the end of a drive don't come on the property yep the end of the laneway (laughs) canadian laneway it's uh so basically shorzy is a hockey player in Letterkenny, who he's a dirty hockey player. He talks shit to everybody, talks about how much he bangs their moms and stuff. And you never see his and, face. Yeah, you never see his face. Much to Dalton's dismay, the hero ensures he takes his fucking helmet off. <laughs> no, no, no. It, well, okay, so it doesn't bother me in Shorzy because I knew it was the guy playing Wayne yeah. just doing a, a higher pitch voice, you know? <laughs> Well, but. so so basically in the show, Shorzy has moved out of Letterkenny. He's living somewhere else. He's playing senior hockey for this team that just basically sucks. And the whole point is like, oh, the team sucks. They've lost 19 games in a row, so they're going to fold. And Shorzy's like, no, we're not going to fold. We're not going to fucking lose again. So the owner of the team is like, all right, bring in your studs. You know, as long as you keep winning, we'll keep going she's like but i want butts and seats blah 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 so the whole thing is like trying to save this small town hockey team um you get a lot of the one-liners you got from shorzy and letter kenny that's funny but it's not all that which i think that'd make a funny ass show is just 30 minutes of shorzy making fucking one-liners <laughs> but it's good with like it's good that it's kind of peppered in it's that's not all it is um but like it's fucking hilarious. I think my favorite one-liner from the show so far was uh he coaches high school hockey. So a lot of the clips of like the one-liners, he's the ref or not coaching, he refs high school hockey. So he's the ref putting the kids in the penalty box and the kids are like talking shit to him. And uh like one of the kids is like, "This fucked up, Shorzy." And Shorzy goes, "You you want to know what's fucked up? How many times your mom fakes a jellyfish sting to get me to pee on her?" <laughs> like, dude, that shit just fucking tripped me out. <laughs> like he said, one he's like, "Oh, your mom's pussy so swampy, even Ducks Unlimited won't touch it." <laughs> like, dude, just the funniest shit. So yeah, if you have Hulu or have a way to watch that show, definitely check it out. It's fucking hilarious. For sure. He's got some good zings in the original letter, Kenny, too. Oh, yeah. Like the one where he's like, your mom likes bud play and I like Hagen dazs Let's get some fucking ice cream, bud. It's just like, it's so fucking random. <laughs> or the one he's like, uh, they're like, fuck you, Shorzy. He's like, fuck you, Riley. Last night I, cu- I made your mom come so hard and shot across the room, landed in my fucking fish tank, threw off the pH level, killed my fucking fish, bud. Like- <laughs> Dude, just the funniest fucking one-liners in the world. Oh, I will man. say the show setup is very like you can tell the same people who make and write Letter Kenny make and write this show. It's very similar in style and like joke delivery and all of that. So yeah, yeah, he's a funny motherfucker. The guy oh, yeah. who plays that, the guy who plays Shorzy and Wayne, I think is one of the head writers and stuff, and he's just hilarious. Oh yeah, J- uh, Jared, Jared, Jared Kisa. Yeah, Jared. I knew it was Jared something. Uh, it was also in Godzilla. That's right. Fun fact. That's he has funny. an American accent. And he's in the military. Another fun fact. Letterkenny started as a YouTube channel show. Yeah. Which, yeah, you can just letter. Uh, I think it's called Problems. For, no, Letterkenny Problems. Something like that. I believe, yeah. yeah it's Letterkenny Problems. And they're just 
it's literally just five minutes of little one-liners from all the different characters. Oh, yeah. It's just tremendous. That's where um, a lot of the, like, in Letterkenny, when they're just sitting at the, like, produce stand, that's where a lot of that shit came from, was I think they did a lot of the YouTube skits just, like, sitting in front of a produce stand talking about some random topic. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, what's your, uh, what's your song of the week, my brother? My song of the week is from a group of two famous musicians who you probably have never realized collaborated. Um, Aesop Rock, I'm sure you know that name. Yeah. Aesop Rock, um, have you heard of Kimia Dawson? She's a singer. She did like a lot of the soundtrack for Juno, the movie. Um, really good singer. I absolutely love her voice. I think she's amazing. They did a collaboration group called The Uncluded. And my favorite song they've made is called Delicate Cycle. And it's basically kind of a hodgepodge of like, she's saying how she grew up in a, her dad on a laundromat. She grew up, you know, working in the laundromat as a kid and how it gave her a sense of pride that she was helping and all that stuff. His part's a little weirder, but just a great song. It's a great, like, uplifting song, kind of like it'll put you in a better mood. So yeah, definitely check that one out. Oh yeah. I'll have to give that I'll have to give that a look, man. Um my song of the week. Uh I'm gonna go with Song of Solomon by Tosin Abasi. Now the reason I'm gonna go with this is because I know this bearded bastard motherfucker <laughs> who wrote me the other day and was like I don't think metal musicians know how to sing or play their instruments and that personally that, offended me being a metal musician that's not what I said I said, I'm, I said I'm not 100% sure that all metal musicians know how to play their instruments I don't think they all actually know I think if you just do shit really fast it sounds like metal you put a distortion pedal on and you Real fast, oh, it sounds I, like metal no, music. <laughs> it doesn't work like that. <laughs> so anyway, uh, that led to also you saying that racing games do not need music. And so this week, my song of the week is Song of Solomon by Tosin Abasi. Uh, specifically, the live version on YouTube that he plays in the EMG studios. But I am also going to fill our show notes this week with all the good songs I can think of that I've ever heard in a racing game. So, please, feel free to, j- to go visit our site this week because I am really going to load it up with content for you to find. D- Dalton's mad because, A, all metal music sounds the same. If you've heard one metal song, you've heard every metal song ever made. And, B, racing games don't need music. Cars make their own music. If you're playing a racing game and you're listening to music, you're doing it wrong. <laughs> you have to listen to the engine. You have to listen for when you're supposed to be braking. You need to hear if the car in front of you is slowing down so you don't crash into them. You have to pay attention to your car. No, you don't. <laughs> yes, you do. You just need to go forward fast and get to the end first. That's why Dalton doesn't play a lot of racing games. <laughs> Bullshit. I love Grid 2. That game's amazing. <laughs> I really like Grid 2. I also like uh, was it Garfield Kart Furious Racing. It's fantastic. For, further to my point, if you played one racing game, you pretty much played all of them. <laughs> Yeah, well, yeah, I'd say there's different styles of racing games, but yeah, once you've played like two or three of the different kinds, then you're well, just going to get variations too, on that. I don't count karting games as racing games. It's something that uh, Pat and Ian covered on Completely Unnecessary Podcast this past week. 
like Mario Kart and Forza Horizon 5 are not in the same genre. Like karting games, I put them in their own genre because there's rubber band mechanics, there's weapons, there's goofiness. stuff. Whereas if you're playing like Gran Turismo 7 or Forza Horizon 5 or Grid or iRacing or any of that, it's just a whole different world. Oh, no, no. I completely agree with that because I don't put Smash Brothers in the same category as Mortal Kombat. Agreed. And like, I, I actually, remember I, I, caused I actually big heard the night. term. It was either on Steam Machine or it was uh, on Adam's uh, Revival and Extinction podcast. Platform fighters. I like yeah. that term. I don't know if that's an official term or if that's something that one of y'all made up. But I like the idea of platform fighters for games like Smash and All-Star Brawl and Multiverses and... Yeah, Adam, if you're listening, it's called Multiverses. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I got to throw that in because I saw you were talking to Dalton about getting the name wrong the whole podcast. <laughs> what I think it was Nate that called it the uh, the platform fighter. It, it might that have been sounds one right. One of the two. But like, I, I, it's because we were doing Game Buds one night for Tadpog. And again, shout out Tyler and Dave Play All Games. Um, and I just... Off the cuff, they were talking about something, and I just went, I don't really consider Smash Brothers a fighting game. And I was just going to leave it at that, and Nate was not having it. He's like, no, 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 I need to know what the hell you mean by that. Like, what, is, what do you mean it's not a fighting game? I'm like, dude, because when I think of a fighting game, I think like Mortal Kombat, Soul Calibur, Street Fighter. And he's like, yeah, but I mean, you fight in Smash Brothers. I mean, there's a fighting game. And I'm like, yeah, I get it, but it's different, man. And dude. he goes, okay, I'll give you that. It's different. And then, then we were on the same level. But he had to be like, no, no, hold on. What the fuck do you mean it's not a fighting game? <laughs> dude, telling a person that loves Smash Brothers that is not a fighting game is like telling a person from Boston that a Subaru is not a good car. Like, you're gonna <laughs> fucking catch some shit for it. <laughs> <laughs> nah, yeah, man. Um, I actually, I would be curious, I should probably just ask him, since I talk to them every fucking day, uh, which game that Willie and Nate prefer, because I know that they play a lot of Smash, well, they used to play a lot of Smash Brothers, but they play a lot of Brawl out together. Oh, yeah. So I'm just curious which one they maybe which one they prefer. Yeah, I don't okay. like platform fighters. I've just never really like I'm not good at fighting games anyways, but if I'm gonna play one, I wanna play like Mortal Kombat or something like along those lines. I just I tried Smash and it just, it just didn't grab me at all. Yeah. I liked playing Smash single player. Like I, but I had no interest in playing it online. Like, yeah, I just I don't want to go get destroyed. But I mean, I liked playing through and unlocking the characters and things like that. Like, because I find that in a lot of games these days, like you don't get the chance to unlock characters. They're just fucking DLC that you have to buy. You know what yeah. I mean? And I get that Smash also has the the passes to add the more characters and stuff. But it shipped with a bunch of characters that you could unlock. Yeah, you know, which is okay with me. Um. All right, let's move on to some community questions, my good sir. Uh, yes, let's get into it. From one Hazel, if you were given a year in actual jail, how would you spend it? Yeah, this question came off the fact that Dalton got put in Facebook jail for calling someone a cunt. Yeah, they were being a cunt, so I called him a cunt. Um, so I've thought about this uh, multiple times before, uh, and I think I would just like try to keep to myself um work out read and probably just like get fucked <laughs> i would probably just get get fucked and like when i got out like i would just tell my girlfriends and stuff like hey 
If you want to peg me, I'm used to it. It's all good. That's, it's that's like, fine. hey, uh, I got to wear this diaper now because I got my asshole bone out while I was in prison. <laughs> <laughs> I, got a, I got this butt plug. I just stick it in there when I leave the house in the morning and just keep everything everything sealed up. Now, like, I, I thought about it like I would just get buff as fuck. I would just spend my waking hours working out with all the fucking jack dudes in there and just get fucking buff as hell. See, I would just be like enough to defend myself, but I would still rather just like read and expand the, the knowledge instead of my, my brain. Although if I had a chance to lose some weight while I was in there, that'd be cool. Although oh, no, I would just, I would just uncle, get jacked as fuck. My uncle went to jail. He came out pretty fat. So uh, <laughs> See, maybe I, losing weight and there's not, <laughs> I'm not going to like most of the prison food either. So I'm not going to be eating that much. So I'm fucking get some money in my commissary, buy some protein shakes and shit and skip <laughs> off as hell. <laughs> Um, Christina, I'm also going to stab the first person who comes at me so Christina says less wrestling talk which I think leads perfectly into our next question from Santos which is let's hear your best wrestler impressions so yeah Christina uh, she says less wrestling talk but she also told me recently that she was sitting in a room watching AEW so uh -huh. I, th I think she's just trying to hide her shame <laughs> Uh-huh. So the truth comes out. So we're going to start a new podcast called Christina's Wrestling Corner. <laughs> we're, we're just going to talk about wrestling for six hours at a time. <laughs> oh, man. I'm trying so, to think of wrestling. Wrestling impressions. Impression. Like, I suck at impressions. I'm just not good at them. The, uh, the only one that I think that I am decent at, baby, is... A little bit of dusty roads, right? So, so my grandma once told me this story. So she used to work at a printing press in Jacksonville, if you will. And 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 this is a true story, baby. This is a true story. Now, she she was down there. She was working, and she told me that uh, the the horsemen were in town, and that they had done broke dusty roads leg. And I was like. Oh, that's that's awful, right? That's just awful. That's old Dusty Rose, the American Dream, baby. He's the most second, rec most recognizable athlete in the world, second only to Muhammad Ali. And Dusty Rhodes came walking into the printing press to get some posters made up. And my grandmother looked at him and I, she said, Dusty, I thought the horseman done broke your leg. And he, I looked at I looked at Dalton's grandmama and I told her, I said, Baby, that's the business. <laughs> yeah, that's a real story. <laughs> that's a real story. My grandma told me that story that fucking Dusty Rhodes comes in and she's just like, I thought they broke your leg. He's just like, ah, it's the business, baby. It's <laughs> nice. Yeah, the only one I think I'd even be close to would be uh, get some Macho Man in. I think everybody can do a somewhat decent, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. The oh, Macho yeah. Man. And then maybe like. WCW era Bill Goldberg where he just didn't speak the whole time. He just ran through motherfuckers. Ah. <laughs> yeah, he just ah! he did the uh, and then you got like the well, let me tell you something, brother. I know all the Hulkamaniacs out there are just gonna say their prayers and eat their vitamins. <laughs> yeah, let me tell you something, brother. No daughter of mine's gonna be dating a black guy. <laughs> and, and then you have like you have Mrs. Foley's baby boy. And I just didn't want to shake Jeremy's hand. 
<laughs> yeah, he looks like the type of guy who masturbated before he came to meet me, and I just didn't want his dick juice on my hand. Okay, so full disclosure, I jerked off before I met Big Foley, and he shook my hand, and most of the jizz got off, but there was still a little bit on my fingers, so I was like, I gotta get in for a second shake, gotta get the rest of this jizz off my fingers. <laughs> I already shook your hand. <laughs> Dude, that's still just like, oh my god. It just it just took me aback, like, What? Like, dude, Johnny Witherspoon gave me a hug. Mick Foley won't give me a second handshake. Come on. <laughs> um, and he wants to know, uh, Santos also wants to know if we do any other impressions that you think are good of any star. I do I have a, a somewhat couple. decent impression of myself. Because <laughs> I'm okay. a fucking character anyways. Fair. Fair. I, uh... I can do uh, Putty from Seinfeld. High five. It's Patrick Warburton. Uh, surprisingly, though, uh, can't can't do Joe. Uh, I can I can do Putty because Putty's just like ah, go Devils. Yeah. High five. Uh, <laughs> but Joe's more like oh, Peter. I was wondering if you'd like to sign this for the policeman's ball, and it's just it's there's just a little more inflection to it that I yeah. can't do. Um, Dude, fucking! I gotta, I gotta take a moment. I gotta take a moment to praise Seth MacFarlane because that guy has 250 voices that all kind of sound the same, but they're all distinctly different. Yeah, yeah, yeah right. I love that he gave his normal speaking voice to the dog. Like, yeah. it's just, it's Dude, just like. Bro. Did you ever see the episode where like Stewie was in therapy or like yes. therapy with Peter, <laughs> and he just starts like he's like. He's like, this isn't even my real voice. He's like, this is. This is. this. Oh, God. It's it's still so good to just speak in a regular tone. And the therapist is like, says something. And he's like, just starts going through all the voices he does. And Stewie's like, what about this? Is this better? Yes. What about this? How about this? <laughs> yeah, it, yeah. That is one of my favorite clips of Family Guy. Oh, yeah. Um, let me think. Uh, I, I can throw a little bit of meat rod. You know, you just gotta get, you gotta get up in the roof of your mouth when you're doing all that. You know, just saying like, oh, shake, what are you doing, man? Oh, come on, fry lock. <laughs> I can that. get a little, I can get a little bit of uh, Hank Hill, uh, but mostly just the noise, the buh, buh, That boy ain't right. <laughs> I'm okay, Dad. Hey, I can't. <laughs> Butter free. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that's such a funny fucking clip, dude. Where it's like, uh, Butterfree, I choose you. And it's Hank Hill and he throws out the Pokemon Butterfree and then it gets attacked. And it gets and he goes, Oh, Butterfree. And he goes over there and he rolls over the Butterfree and it's got Bobby's face and it just goes, I'm okay, Dad. It's such a fucking stupid clip. But it's oh so fucking God. funny. Um, yeah, I can't think of any other impressions. I'm sure I do more, but on yeah, the spot, I'm terrible I can't at all of that stuff. All right, so I have this pulled up. So Steph asked, "Who's is bigger?" Oh my God, it went away. Okay, hold on. There it is. <laughs> Twitter's weird. Okay, who's is bigger? Anything goes. Yeah. Out of the two of us, who has so the bigger? I have, a, I have a bigger beard. Dalton yeah, has know. a bigger head because I Photoshop it every single day, and it's fucking big. <laughs> I do. I have fatter cheeks for sure. I don't have the beard to cover up this second chin that I have either, which is unfortunate. And my hair, dude. Good luck fitting yeah. a hat on my head. So yeah, you have says, much bigger hair than i do so that's beard covered uh who has the bigger ds collection 
Probably not counting just, your store. <laughs> I'll say without the store, I might have like four games left. <laughs> if you have four, you have me beat because I have three. Okay. Um, now, if you're counting the store and I'm counting ROMs, we may be more even. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. I don't know because like my store inventory is pretty fucking abysmal right now too. So. Uh, okay. Who has the bigger truck? Uh, Well, you don't have a truck, so. Yes, I do. What? I, I drive a Toyota Tacoma. Oh, then technically yours because mine's a fucking one of those shitty little crossover SUV soccer mom cars. <laughs> <laughs> hey, it probably gets better gas mileage than mine, though. Surprisingly, probably not. It fucking sucks. No? I hate. Oh, I hate everything about that car. <laughs> you get in that car singing Three Days Grace. <laughs> I hate everything about you. Um, who has the bigger dog? I think I do. I think Daisy is bigger than your dog. I don't know. Gus is. Uh, I took him to the vet a couple weeks ago. He was like sixty point eight pounds. Well, he might got her beaten weight, but I just think like. Daisy's like, overall bigger dog. She's she's taller, but he's fucking more dog compressed. He's <laughs> yeah, he's I'll, fucking I'll, like a little bulldozer. I know you should see some recent pictures of her. I'd be interested to know how much she weighs. She's getting her belly back because it's too hot. Uh, to fucking, it's getting so hot in Florida. She goes out and I'll throw the ball for her, and she'll run and get it twice, and then bring it straight to the back door, and just be like, yep. "No, fuck this. I want to go back inside." <laughs> yep. Um, who has the bigger grill? Uh, I don't, I don't have a grill, so. Oh well, there you go. Okay, I win by default on that. Yeah. Um, who has the bigger gaming backlog? I do think I win on that too. Probably so. I mean, I've got like over our list for Steam Machine is well over a thousand games. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> I can't even think of a thousand games I would want to play. Um, I'm weird with games. Like, I don't really have a backlog. I just sort of, I'll play a game, and when I beat it or get tired of it, I'm like, hmm. What do I want to play now? And I'll just like look through Game Pass or something comes in the store. I'll just, eh, I'll play that. Like a Steam Machine, you guys are talking about doing Yakuza 0. And I was like, hmm, that's on Game Pass. I could play that. Is it? On, it's not on PC Game Pass, though, unfortunately. I think it, it's I on Xbox Game Pass. Hell yeah. I'll have you to should, check. It was at some point, but I don't know if it still is. I'll have to check. I remember that they posted this thing that they were like removing the old or removing zero kiwami and kiwami 2 but they were keeping yakuza 3 4 5 and 6 remasters on there so i don't know that was a long time ago though so there's no telling now i know like a dragon is on there but they may yeah. have taken zero like if it's on game pass i might play it with you guys if not i'm not going to because i'm not yeah, going to spend any money on it that's fair that's fair um so jeff jeff has another or no this is his first question this week i'm so used to him having more oh okay no he's got more down there yeah he's um, got more <laughs> If you were to teleport yourself into a video game world and live in it, which would you want to live in? Hmm. So, I'm going to go with a two-parter kind of for the same reason. Either Farming Simulator, because like playing Farming Simulator yesterday, I took a trailer full of bread and sold it to the grocery store for like $70,000. So, it'd be really easy to get rich in that game. Or... Animal Crossing, because it's kind of the same thing. And Animal Crossing, you literally have no stress in your life except, you know, a lone shark raccoon, but he doesn't care when you pay him back. So, you can, the only thing that sucks about him is like, you're like, oh, I finally paid my house off. He's like, guess what? We're building you a bigger house. And you're like, well, I don't want a bigger house. It's like, too late. The construction's already started. By the way, you now owe me $600,000. <laughs> 
Yeah. It's like, well, I don't have that. He's like, just pay it back whenever you can. Whenever. There's some money tree. There's some money bags out in the trees. Go shake a few of them. You might get stung by a bee, though. Yeah. If you get stung by a bee, all your asshole neighbors are going to tell you how ugly you look. Go catch spiders. They sell the most. Yeah. <laughs> Other than the, what was the radish market or the whatever the fuck it was? The, the uh, turnips. Turnip turnips. market, yeah. Jesus Christ, dude. I had people. I'm in a Discord. Uh, in fact, that's Tadpog's Discord. Shout out for the third time. Uh, they had a whole channel dedicated to turnip prices. And people yeah. would be like, it's like two o'clock in the morning. And they'd be like, oh, man, my turnip price is this. Everyone. And they'd add everyone. And people would like wake yep. up and go fucking sell their turnips and shit. I was like, I was like, never that dedicated to it. I never got that into it. I would just sell them. I don't even think I really did the turnip shit. Like, yeah. I would do. The only things I gave a fuck about in Animal Crossing were completing the museum basically the museum. getting all the yes, fossils sir. getting all the bugs the fish whatever they added something else i can't remember uh paintings yeah. and statues and shit um completing the museum was all i cared about in that game yeah. i didn't give a fuck about paying the raccoon back oh my god you give a fuck about any of that shit you didn't like skyrim I bet you would like Skyrim if you played with the Legacy of the Dragonborn mod that adds the museum where everything you do and the items you get and stuff has a place in the museum so like you could fill this museum with all the shit you find. It is the most addicting thing to be like, all right, I completed this display, but now all these other displays, I have to complete them too. Oh, and it's just this never-ending grind. Well, it ends eventually, but you know, and there's a lot of mod integration and stuff. It's really cool. I have two problems with Skyrim. It's ugly. Like, it's fucking ugly to play the base game now. Fixable with mods. Not on Xbox, though. That's true. But I'm talking... <laughs> and oh, the fact that these motherfuckers have been milking this game for 11 fucking years now. Like, make another game. Fuck Skyrim. Tired of this shit. Make a new one that games. looks pretty. They say that. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean... I'm making a game, too. Listen. <laughs> Maybe you know it'll what? come out in 30 years when their games come out. If... If the Starfield comes out and Elder Scrolls Six comes out and they're fantastic, then I'm not going to care because they got my money from Skyrim that could fund them doing that. Well, luckily, right. by the time Sky uh, Elder Scrolls Six comes out, you'll be retired, living off Social Security. You'll have time to play through it. <laughs> yeah, I have nothing but time now, unfortunately. And the way it's looking, retirement's not a thing for people our age anymore. So no, we're just gonna have to die. <laughs> I have well, to I mean, work till I die. I mean, the our elders are helping us. You know, they're destroying the ozone, warming the globe up, so we don't have to worry about it. We'll all be dead long before then. This is very true. Okay, let's see. Oh, so we never actually answered. Uh, I, I answered, answered this you question. Never answered. Okay, so I saw a video. It was either outside Xbox or PlayStation Access, one of the two on YouTube, and we were talking about... Uh, all these like you think you want to live in your favorite video game world you think yeah. that but you really don't like because rob's like i love the worlds of metal gear solid and skyrim but i would not want to live in those worlds where you're just Absolutely like this not. farmer where the, the dragon comes down and there's giants and shit so i think like yeah like you said, like stardew valley you know something like that where it's just peaceful um yeah Dragon Quest builders could be cool because there's enemies and stuff, but really, at the end of the day, you're just trying to make a cool village. Like, um, do you, you know my favorite franchise is The Last of Us. No fucking way do I want to no, live in that world. No, Everything no. in that world wants to fucking kill you. I love Final Fantasy games, but you wouldn't fucking catch me dead in any of those worlds because there's always some sort of fucking thing that's going to end the world. <laughs> fucking mass casualties and all that shit. No, I'm good. 
they uh playstation access had this video where they made a joke about like one of the worst things that you can have happen to you is living next door to an rpg protagonist especially a jrpg protagonist because you were going to die <laughs> oh yeah um but yeah man like uh just any any sort of world that's peaceful so like animal crossing stardew valley um although if i wanted to get crazy with it only because the mountains are so cool and the world is so vast and cool looking i think guild wars 2 would be fun <laughs> which i'm going to talk more about that on the steam machine next steam machine episode because oh also maybe uh maybe in like a leisure 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 suit larry world but yeah. like uh, that's just kind of like the real world. It's like he's just trying to bang co-eds who never give him the time of day. <laughs> like, yeah, I'm living this world. <laughs> Those games are hilarious, man. But it's really oh, hard yeah. to go back to some of the early ones. Oh yeah, what was the, the one, one on uh, Magna Cum on Loud? On, yeah, Magna on uh, Come Xbox. I, I knew exactly I what you were talking about. Yeah, because I, I had remember, that on Steam. <laughs> I remember one of the girls was like, I think she was an Asian girl, and he was like, he finally gets to her room, and she's like, I want to do it so bad. And he's like, okay. She's like, but wait, use this. And she pulls out like a huge strap on. She's like, I, I want to save myself for marriage, but but just so just use this. And he's like, oh, maybe if I do this, I'll, she'll get so hot and bothered. I can do it like switch and she won't recognize it. So like, it's fucking dark and you hear all these sex noises and shit. Like a light clicks on. He fucking put the strap on on a teddy bear. She's sitting there like riding it. He's like in the floor doing something. What the fuck? <laughs> Dude, it's Fucking those games are hilarious. You oh will never God. get away with another one of those on console again, though. <laughs> no consoles, like, no. That was that era of like that game, um, the Playboy game. I was about to uh, say Playboy the, the Mansion, the, the, the guy game, game, which the guy game got in trouble because one of the girls they put on there it turns out she lied about her age and she was only seventeen when they recorded that. So they put out yeah. child pornography on PS2 and Xbox. Yep. Yeah, and that game's now, I think, A, illegal to own, and B, really expensive. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's um, funny, because, like, I've never had it, in the, but it's one of those games, like, if you see it on a shelf in a in a store, you're just like, kind of want to play this, but uh, I'm not buying this in person. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, I'm not walking up with this child pornography to the front desk. And, like, I mean, it's fucking, I've never seen the point of the game, because it's, it's a trivia game, and if you ask, answer the questions right, girls like take off pieces of clothing till they get, I think, just their boobs out. I think they keep their underwear on. But, like, they're fucking, it's Xbox era, so it's kind of pixelated and grainy and, like, just fucking just watch boobs. porn on your phone. Yeah, watch porn on your phone. Like, you can <laughs> literally go on your phone and look at eight million different sets of breasts. <laughs> yeah. Now, you say that, but, like, I am not above playing porn games on pc or like the like the little hentai games where like well, i mean you, you do the puzzle and you get to see the naked girl afterwards <laughs> it's like, yeah whatever sure why not i mean i'm not jerking off while i'm doing it though you know what i'm saying like so it's you just, say. i just like that no i don't because like if i want to jerk off then i stop playing the game and then i go to my bed and i lay down and i usually pull up porn on my phone like an light, light some candles turn on like some you know nor oh, i always got a candle lit. there's a candle lit right now I smoke a lot of pot in this room. There's always a candle. <laughs> oh, man. So, uh, another question from Jeff. What's your favorite game show? Uh, I don't watch a lot of game shows, but I had an answer for this, and now that I need it, I can't think of it anymore. Is it the Steve Harvey um, one? The Family Feud? 
Yeah. Um, I mean, that's funny, but I don't know. Like, I loved Nick Arcade growing up. Okay. Um, I'm trying to think. I had one, and I cannot fucking think of it now. Well, I can so. tell you mine. Um, it, and I've got nostalgia for it because I used to watch it with my grandma when I'd go over there and stuff. And now I love Drew Carey, and it's The Price is Right. Oh, yeah. Like, love that show, dude. I don't know what it is about it, but, like, I thought Drew Carey was a great choice to replace Bob Barker. Yeah, he does pretty good. He looks weird now, though. Didn't he, like, grow his hair out and grow a beard? He grew like, his he hair looks, out grew a beard and got skinny. Yeah. Yeah, he, look, he looks like somebody else, but I can't fucking remember who it is. And I'm trying to figure out what my game show is, so I can't look it up right now. Uh, blah, 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 blah. I can't remember now. Was it the one where the couples have to answer questions about one another? No, that was uh was a marriage game. I think uh, no. newly uh newlywed newlywed game, game yeah or newlywed like game. Love connection. I would say maybe maybe pressure luck. I loved watching that as a kid. The no whammies. No um, whammies. No whammies. No whammies. Stop. If I had to pick something that's on TV now, yeah, I'd probably pick uh the Steve Harvey Family Feud just because so much funny content comes from that show. I liked, uh, what was the I guess it really wasn't a game show but it kind of was The Legend of the Hidden Temple yeah that one was cool yeah that one was pretty cool um, yeah I don't know as far as like yeah something that's on TV now that if we're talking in the past probably Nick Arcade even though it's a fucking shitty low budget show like <laughs> it came out at a time where I was obsessed with that shit and yeah I wanted to be on that show so damn bad Let's see. If you find yourself sitting absent, uh, this is from Icebrand or Willie, one of my co-hosts on the Steam Machine podcast. Uh, if you find yourself sitting around absent-mindedly with a pencil or a pen and a pad of paper, what sort of things do you end up doodling? So this is going to sound very conceited. I've always wanted to be famous. I've always wanted people to want my autograph. So, like, if I'm sitting at my desk at the store with just a pen and, like, scrap paper, I'll just sit there and practice my, what I call, like, celebrity signature. You know, if you ever become a celebrity, do not use your standard signature you sign contracts and shit with. Make up a different signature to sign autographs. Because yeah. if you use your regular signature, somebody can take that and forge your signature on some shit and get a credit card in your name or something. Like, yeah, make up a fake signature. So, yeah, that or I'll draw like uh, the little fucking, you know, when you, you're a kid, you draw a star without lifting the pen. Like, I'll do that yeah. shit a bunch of times. Like, fucking suck as an artist so I don't sit there and like doodle actual characters and stuff because I'm really bad at it. <laughs> Yeah, I uh, I don't doodle. If I have a pen or a pencil, I'm gonna sit there and play air drums with them, or I'm gonna like play a rhythm and tap my feet and stuff. Like, I I don't really do now. When I was in high school, uh, and I had graph paper specifically, I oh, would yeah. draw skateboards and do skateboard designs, or I would draw skate shoes and how different shoe designs and stuff that I would like. But I oh, never yeah. really did any more. I didn't continue with that. You know what I'm saying? But uh. That was something I did back in the day, but yeah, nowadays I'm basically just playing air instruments. <laughs> yeah, I'm just signing autographs for myself. Because <laughs> nobody um, else wants that shit. Another another question from Willie. Uh, favorite TV cartoon show that aired uh, that first aired before you were born? 
That one's tough for me because I was born in 86 and I feel like all the really, really good cartoons came after that. So I feel like what I'm left with is like Looney Tunes and stuff like that, which now like Looney Tunes was great. Um, Flintstones was great. What else? My my answer was well, growing up, I absolutely adored the channel Boomerang. Oh yeah, because it was all the old cartoons and stuff. So like, I love like the Flintstones, the Jetsons, Josie and the Pussycats, Magilla Gorilla, like um, not Marvin the Martian, but there was like the little the little green Martian dude. It, it, there were so many cool cartoons back then. Uh, in the 60s and 70s and stuff. I just, I really adored it. Hong Kong Fooey. Fantastic. I would definitely say the Jetsons and Scooby-Doo were out there for me, too. Oh, yeah, dude, of course. Scooby-Doo. The the original Scooby-Doo. It's oh, wonderful. Yeah. Um, Captain I love cartoons. Caveman. Oh, yeah, Captain Caveman. Captain Caveman was great. Popeye was pretty good. Um, oh, yeah, Popeye's fucking, classic. Uh, Fat Albert was pretty good. Hey. Hey, hey, hey. Drink this drink <laughs> with Don't uh, Fizz. Oh, like He Man and stuff, but I never really got super into He Man or Transformers or G.I. Joe or any of that. I have Honduras. Give me sight beyond sight. Um I liked He Man. Uh and before I'm trying to think of before I was born, I'm sure there were some Marvel cartoons that came out before then that I thought was enjoyable. Uh the Beatles cartoon was interesting. <laughs> the Great Grape Ape. Have you ever seen the the robot chicken uh, grape ape thing? No. So it's a, it's a claymation skit where like you see the great grape ape's feet like he's laid on the ground. And there's two cops standing under him like looking at his wallet, and he was like, "Oh, he was saying grape ape." <laughs> so oh basically, God. the inference is that they heard rape ape and shot and killed him in the street. <laughs> that makes me think. Uh, was it was it the whitest kids you know? I think it was the whitest kids you know that did the fucking the, the grapest, where it was like I, I don't know. The, the new grapos, and they were like, "Yeah, grapos, <laughs> they're gonna grape you in the mouth. They're so good." And they're like, their their mascot. They're like, "Dude, you can't say that. That's too close to the word rape." No, Jesus Christ! Why would you think that? It's grape. People love grapes. It's gonna grape you in the mouth because it's got so much grape flavor. Well, okay. Well, what's your mascot? His name is the grapest. It's not- <laughs> And he comes in in a gray suit. He's like, hey, kids, I'm going to grape you right in your mouth. <laughs> ridiculous scene, dude. Dude, if I if I had to ask you without looking it up, what year did the show C-Lab 2020 come out? What would you guess? The one you that aired watching, on. You remember watching C-Lab on Adult Cartoon Swim? Network, right? Yeah, Adult Swim. Yeah. So I feel so like the, origin, the original C-Lab was a 60s cartoon, wasn't it? 72. Damn, I was close. Yeah. That's I did not know that. show. <laughs> yeah. The only reason I know that is because it has very similar animation to like Josie and the Pussycat and oh, yeah. uh, Jabberjaw. Yeah, Jabberjaw. Like oh, Jabberjaw. Um, so, and I, I don't remember, I don't know who piggybacked off of who here, but Jeff has the question. It was your favorite TV sitcom that aired before you were born. Probably Sanford and Son. I fucking love that show. Fantastic show. Uh, I have a couple. I love All in the Family. Technically, I think Married with Children started before I was born. So I'm going to count that. Uh, 
Yeah, because I was like... I think it was 89. Late, late 80s, yeah. Yeah. That was 92. I was born. Um, Three's Company. Love Three's Company. Uh, ALF is a great one. I don't know when ALF started, though. I never saw much ALF, but I respect that character. He's a funny Alf, character. ALF started the year I was born, so... The Jeffersons was always great. I like oh, yeah, the Cosby yeah. show. I know Bill Cosby's a piece of shit now, but I liked his show back then. Yeah, that show was fantastic growing up. And uh, I th- No, I think Home Improvement started after I was born. A lot of the ones that I liked started after I was born. Yeah, I, had I, I liked a lot of too. 90s sitcoms. But like some of those early ones, man... Uh, like I've mentioned, like you know, they're they're tremendous. And then you got like the classics, like Mary, Mary Tyler Moore, Dick Van Dyke Show. Um, oh shit! Uh, help me out here. Uh, Andy Griffith, Andy Griffith Show. Yeah, Andy Griffith. Dude, the Golden Girls was a year before I was born. I love that show. I like the Golden Girls too. <laughs> I love when they talk about Betty White. They're like, Betty White was on a sitcom that had like eight seasons. That she played a retired old lady that went off air before most of you were even born. (laughs) Yeah. Like, the scope of how old Betty White actually was. Dude, Betty White was literally born before sliced bread was widely available in stores. It's tremendous, bro. (laughs) Like, she had such a huge body of work. And the fact that that show... Almost anybody our age, for some reason, loves the Golden Girls. Why? Why? Why did a show about four old ladies appeal to to kids? Like, I don't understand. But it's just, it was classically funny. Well, is that, and if you go back and watch it, they tackled a lot of shit that was a little taboo for the time. Where, like, uh, B. Arthur's character was gay, I think. And, uh, like, she became gay during the show. And, like... They tackled a lot of, like, gay rights issues, like, uh, handsy guys and stuff. Like, you know, stuff that wasn't really re- spoken about on TV back then. I saw the uh, the episode with Don Chidel where they did the, the race issue, too. Yeah. Um, and some other shows that I liked that I think technically aired before I was born. I, I think. No, maybe not. Well, maybe. It doesn't matter. That tackled stuff when I was watching it when I was younger was, like... Um, Boy Meets World. Yeah. Um, Growing Pains. And there was another one. Uh, uh, it was all the girls in the Mrs. Uh, uh, you had to give uh, more than uh, that. Uh, Facts of Life. Um, yeah. Mrs. Garrett. Mrs. Garrett was the character yeah. on the, the Facts of Life. They tackled yeah. a lot of shit like that, too. Uh, Saved oh, by yeah. the Bell. Doing. Yeah, yeah all that was like 90s line. stuff, but yeah. The 90s, yeah, a lot of those sitcoms tackle real life. Like, Family Matters tackled a lot of racism stuff. And um, so, my hands down favorite sitcom from before I was born is MASH. I fucking love MASH. Is it a sitcom? I guess it would be. Yeah. That's a great show. Technically, yeah. But MASH is one of those kind of like scrubs where it's mostly humor. There's a lot of fucking like seriousness and shit peppered in there like i remember there's one episode where hawkeye's like they just keep getting like these younger and younger casualties and he basically just fucking snaps and like dude that episode is seared into my brain just seeing him being like basically being like this is fucking bullshit like why the fuck are we over here fighting this war like these kids are dying for no fucking reason like 
it just dude that show fucking hit i remember there's one episode it's funny because the show aired in 72 ran till 83 i think so you know nudity and shit on tv was just absolutely no so like there was yeah. one episode where hawkeye made some bet where he would go through the mess hall naked if he lost the bet and he loses the bet so then they show him like waist up or like belly button up with no shirt on so he's quote naked dude there's fucking parts of the show where like the camera dips too low and you can see his fucking belt on his pants and shit (laughs) he he wasn't even his underwear he had full fucking pants and shit on and they just didn't fucking edit it well enough to fucking cut it out that's tremendous and then you have other things like that one Rammstein music video where they're all actually naked and there's a yeah. really quick cut where you can see the keyboardist balls because they just like didn't cut this one little piece up nice now MASH I don't know if you watched it or not um, I've seen spo- bits and pieces of it spoilers for anybody who hasn't watched it had one of the most fucked up things that ever happened on TV so there was the the colonel of the MASH unit uh, Sherman Potter he, uh, I think the character was going on to do something else. So they were basically writing his character off the show, right? Yeah. So he gets his discharge. He gets on a helicopter, flies away. Then Radar, the little, you know, the little guy that does the, the phone system, basically, the comic relief guy, comes into the OR and Hawkeye's like, oh, Radar, if you're going to come in here, you have to have a mask on. He basically says, like, you know, whatever chopper number, blah, 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 was shot down over the, over whatever city. There were no surviving. It was the the helicopter that Sherman Potter had gotten on to go home. So basically, his character gets killed. My dad told me about that. Oh, go ahead. I watched an interview. You can tell your dad this. He'll probably he may not know it. Nobody knew that that was happening. They did not put that in the script for everybody else. They literally pulled the guy that played uh, Radar aside and was like, this is what's happening. You can't tell anybody because we want their reactions to be genuine. And like, so he literally goes in there and they film these people hearing this for the first time. And it's like a really beloved character. Like, I think I think they may have told him right before so that like they didn't have time to process it, but they didn't fuck the shoot up, the shot up either. But yeah, like nobody knew until it was happening. And dude, that's some fucking strong television like that shit. If you watch through that show, you get to that episode and it doesn't choke you up a little bit. Then something's wrong with you. I want to say that that was considered like the most shocking moment in television until the end of the Sopranos. I think so. Yeah. Like it was out of left field. Yeah, for sure, dude. Yeah, that was uh, my dad shared that with me a long time ago. And I've always thought that that was such a cool thing that you just let that be a genuine reaction. Yep. Yeah. You know? And it became one of the most iconic scenes in television. So obviously they knew what the fuck they were doing. Yeah. You know? Oh, man, sir. I think that about wraps up this week. Um, I think so. Then I guess I will run through the house cleaning real quick. If you'd like to get a hold of us you can send us an email get another bs pod at gmail.com um and that is probably going to be the easiest way for you to send in your voice clips for the episodes yeah. is through email yeah, if you email them in we'll all listen to them update we talked last week about possible product placement oh yeah that deal that deal fell through um just did you some... see my last reply to them yes yeah. yeah, I don't want to go too into detail about it, but we weren't able to reach an agreement on it, so that won't be going forward. But hey, if you want to buy some sponsorship on yet another BS podcast, 
we're pretty reasonably priced right now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, very reasonably priced. Just definitely let us know. But uh we got we have to we have to note reasonably priced. Yeah. And that that's all we'll say. Um Yeah, yeah and if you when you go to send the voice clips to yet another BS pod at gmail.com, if it asks you to uh, send it as and it probably won't be a big enough file to have to worry about this, but if it happens to be uh, and it wants to attach it to Google Drive, just make sure that you uh, make it to where anybody can download the link. That way I can have access to it and download it. Um, but yeah, if you'd also like to send in your questions to yet another BS pod uh, at gmail.com and not be mentioned, just let us know that you have questions. But yep. you'd like to remain anonymous and we will keep you anonymous. Um, you can also catch us on Facebook, facebook.com slash groups slash yet another BS podcast. Um, if Twitter is more of your thing, you can find the show at Yabs pod, Y A B S P O D. You can find Jeremy at just call me Jezza and you can find me at super nerd Dalton. Uh, we also have a website, yabspod.wordpress.com, where you can find our episodes, plus all of the show notes. I do know that we have at least one listener. Shout out to Courtney. You rock boo. Uh, he's like at least one listener who listens on the WordPress on the website. So that's nice to know. Um, and I also, if you want to hear more of me, uh, I do a steam machine podcast, a biweekly PC gaming show with my buddies, Nate and Willie. Um, we are going to be covering Yakuza zero next. And then after that is Willie's pick. And I'm actually not sure what he's going to choose, but final fantasy seven is looming on the horizon. Leisure suit, Larry. <laughs> I, if I had to guess, Willie probably would never pick Leisure Suit Larry. <laughs> That'll probably end up being a game that either A, wins a poll, or B, I choose it. <laughs> I'm, I'm um, going to hack the poll and just have all Leisure Suit Larrys on there. <laughs> so, something uh, I just thought about off the top of my head that's funny. We, in our friend group, whenever someone puts a, what do you call it when you say Yabs Pod instead of yet another BS podcast, there's a term for it. Uh, uh, whatever that term is whenever we use the initials for something instead of the actual name somebody will say you know anagram? blah 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 I don't think that's right anagram oh, well, anyway, ambergram isn't that the same spelled both no. ways A- anagram not ambergram ambergram I think is the one where it's like if you flip it upside down it says something else or yeah. says the same thing or something yeah that's Anyways, an so if somebody posts like initials like that, we all take random guesses at what we think those words might mean. So hey, yeah. if you're listening to this, come up with weird shit that Yabs Pod means. Post it. We'll read them out. Maybe we'll re- yeah. call the show that. <laughs> yeah, why not? Why the fuck not? <laughs> like that would be. We don't give a shit. Bo- the bosses don't listen to this show. <laughs> <laughs> That's very true. That's very true. Uh, yeah, I'd, I'd love to hear uh, that. I, that's I have a blast anytime we start doing that because it oh, tends yeah, to go on for a long time. Shit. I was trying to think of some specific example that's happened recently, and you know my brain, my brain no work good with words and stuff. <laughs> yeah, dude, for sure. Send those in. Uh, yeah, tell us what you think Yabs Pod means, and maybe we'll read it out. Uh, let's see. Oh. um, you can also catch me on the JRPG Report. Uh, JRPG Report is a news podcast for JRPG games. Every, all the news coming out of Japan. Um, and if you'd like to join this Discord that we refer to, it is the Steam Machine Discord, but we have our channel for Yavspod. And it's kind of like, so when I started the Steam Machine podcast, I left it open to like, I called our merch channel and stuff, uh, TSMP Productions. 
that way if we ever did any other like spinoff shows or anything they could be under that label so really it's just like a discord for any anything except i got to keep the jrpg reports separate we're all too dirty for that yeah <laughs> but yeah, you'll uh, lose some listeners on that one <laughs> yeah so I, I i will say i do plug this show on jrpg report but i warn people i'm like if steve machine is like pg-13 or r me and jeremy on yeb's are like a kevin smith movie so just keep that in mind when you're going into these we're like a fucking AO movie. <laughs> We're adults only. We got dicks and balls sticking them in buttholes on this show. On on in buttholes. Um But yeah, there was one other thing I was gonna say and now I don't remember what it was. So Must oh, not be important. Must not be important. Um Oh, I'm working me, on a new album. Yeah. For me, I'm uh, finally starting to actually stream on Twitch. So if you would like to come watch me be very bad at video games, check me out at Mighty Thor me on Twitch. It's uh, I'm actually going to be recording something probably in the next hour or so or st- streaming, I guess. Um, I suck at video games, but it's kind of fun. So I think my goal is uh, I want to get to 100,000 gamer points on Xbox, on my Xbox profile. So that'll be like my random like rolling thing and then i play like pretty much whatever i fucking feel like like i think i'm gonna play some more jurassic world evolution 2 tonight um tomorrow i'll be able to stream because the house will be empty so i think tomorrow i'm gonna try to go for a a story game maybe like trek to yomi or uh there's another game i started playing and it's really it's a 360 game i think it's really artistic and really kind of weird um i cannot fucking remember the name of it though um but it's is like it, is it okami maybe no it's not okami no. this is like you are a little girl and basically whenever kids turn 11 i think this queen comes and basically there's six districts so basically like district one is the slums and district six is where all the elite and the queen and all of them live so basically when you turn 11 the queen comes to your whatever district you live in and rolls a dice or die and whatever number you land on between one and six is what district you have to go live in. And so, like, basically the main character's sister, the, she rolls a dice, she goes to six. So the little girl is like, I'm going to go find her and bring her back. And that's the story of it. It's really fucking pretty game. But like I said, I cannot for the life of me remember the name of it. <laughs> it is on, I think it's on EA Play or maybe on Game Pass. I can't remember. Um I'm trying to look it up now, so I'm trying to like just make idle noises until I figure it out. Oh, it's good, dude. Truncate silence will take it out if there's just silence. Yeah, but it's more fun to just blabber about stupidity. <laughs> it is called Lost in Random. So check that out. Um, if you want to see it stream, hit me up, even though these streams will be done by the time you hear this, but I'll probably stream <laughs> some more. <laughs> yeah, uh, Mighty Thor and me over on Twitch. Yeah. Dalton has uh, Twitch too, but now that he makes money from it, he doesn't want to do it anymore. Yeah, you keep saying that. Like, I need to start twitching again. I just need to pick a time to do it and just set that, like, that's when I'm going to do it. But, I mean, I'm doing three podcasts. So, yeah. like, finding time to carve out that while also, like, playing the game for the Steam Machine. Although I would be streaming the games with the Steam Machine. So, really, it would yeah, be. Just do helpful. that. I don't know. I've honestly thought about I play. I play a lot of farming simulator at the store. Honestly thought about just streaming that without voice chat and just calling it like ASMR 
like ASMRing simulator. Yeah, just call it like and chill just, yeah, You hear like tractor noises and shit. The game's fucking boring, but I mean, it would at least be a way for me to get my hours up. Bro, there are people who stream Cookie Clicker. Do not worry about being boring. Dude, I fucking... <laughs> I was watching a friend of ours. I won't say her name because she's weird about that. Watching her stream the other day, and I'm like, I just had it on my phone kind of lurking so she could have viewer counts. I was like, I'm literally playing Farming Simulator 22 on my Xbox while watching a YouTuber play Farming Simulator 22 on my la- on my computer next to me. <laughs> it's like, this shit consumes my life. <laughs> but it's so, like, it's so chill. And Zen, I think, man. I think, I was thinking about it the other day. I feel like maybe it's because in life I'm generally unsuccessful. Most shit I try to do doesn't really work. But in this game, like, I've, I mean, I've got it like a lot of the shit set kind of easy, but like I'm successful in the game. So I think it makes me feel better about myself. So I'll I play. get it, dude. Uh, I have this thing where I don't think I'd be really good at driving semis, but I like driving. Yeah. So I love American Truck Simulator, Euro Truck Simulator. Yep. Because I get to be a fucking trucker. Like, I don't know. You get to be a trucker, but there's no consequences for your actions. Exactly. Like, if you. Like, back into a building it didn't you didn't cause tens of thousands of dollars worth of damage in real no, life it, it just deducts some money off what i make yeah it's, it's fantastic <laughs> uh but yeah man on that note uh i have to visit the loo so we're gonna i'm gonna call it here uh so for jeremy i'm dalton and as always guys what would you do for a klondike bar i've got one better if you think about it your bed It's just a shelf to put your body on while you're not using it. Take it easy.